Hello, what's up guys? Do you have a business project or idea you've always dreamed of but didn't know how or where to start? Well, you're in luck. Send us your idea details, full name and credit card information, <laughs> and we will respond in 24 to 30 business days. Uh, jokes aside though, last week we had the amazing solopreneur Gally on the show to talk about her current businesses and projects, and she let us explore the life of an entrepreneur. Check, check her out on Instagram at, at yourhomegal, her passion project podcast on YouTube and other podcasting mediums, Pampa's Gal, her e-commerce business, and Beauty Hour Nail Salon. So yeah, check her out. And uh, if you guys like the show uh, and like to learn more about businesses, check out our episode last week. Nice. Yeah. So this week, uh, we got the JV show with myself, Jorge. And this is Viv. And this week, we don't have a guest, actually. So maybe we should talk about that first. Yeah. We tried to find one, but then I think this week's really hectic for a lot of Asians. Because apparently this Sunday, well, today's Sunday and today's the day that we're recording. Apparently everyone has to do some, what's it called in English? In uh, Chinese, it's called bison. But it's like praying to It's It's like, people. yeah, it's the one day <laughs> of the year where we go to like the cemeteries and stuff. And we just, um, yeah, like pretty much visit our ancestors-ish and pray to them kind of. I forgot what it's called. There's a There's a terminology for this. And a specific day. Yeah, but death anniversary day, right? <laughs> Chinese death anniversary day. Yeah, but basically a lot of the people that we asked, unfortunately all of them are Asian. I don't <laughs> know what this says about us, but I mean, everyone had to like last minute be like, Oh, sorry, I can't. I found out that I have to go to some prayers or some shit. And then last friend that we thought we could have on, she's she's just a little too nervous. <laughs> yeah, and then we had um like we even had volleyball canceled this week because of that. Oh yeah, yeah, because like a bunch of people kind of show up because they were all um doing I guess mourning of the death and deceased. I'm trying to find the actual. Maybe we terminology. should diversify our friend group. <laughs> <laughs> I think this says a little bit something. He's not uh, that great. I mean, you know, okay. On that specific topic, I feel like I've been so sheltered because when I was in elementary, I went to a bilingual Chinese bilingual school. Mm-hmm. So pretty much two thirds of the population of the kids in my elementary school were Asian or more specifically Chinese or knew how to speak Chinese. Like we learned yeah. Chinese in school uh, and that's like half the day. Right. So like first half, like 8 a.m. or whatever time we start till lunchtime mm-hmm. was with a Chinese teacher and we all spoke Chinese. And then in the afternoon it was with an English teacher. Right. That's wild. And that's two thirds of the entire class. And then the other or uh, two thirds of the entire school. Sorry. And then one third had like English all day. Wait, this is this is a school that you said that if somebody wasn't on the Asian side, you thought they were stupid. Uh, I think as a child, yeah, we thought they're like, <laughs> okay, no. So like what happened is sometimes people transfer from like the Asian class to like the non-Asian classes. Even if they're not Asian? Uh, okay, so usually there's only Asian kids in the Asian in the okay. class that learns Chinese, right? Okay, okay. And some of them will transfer out and we'll be like, oh, it's because like, usually it's because they couldn't handle like learning both. La- and you know, like as a kid, learning two languages at once sometimes is quite difficult. Mm, um, that, and then yeah. they had like bad grades and all that stuff. So then... Uh, yeah, that's what we interpreted at the time. Obviously, mm. now it's like that's not the case at all, right? You don't know Chinese, you're dumb. Yeah, so then, and then in my junior high and high school, I always went to a school where they taught Chinese. Mm-mm. So again, it was like a lot of Chinese people in the class. Or not Chinese people in the class, but in the school. But like, it gets less and less, right? So like in elementary, it was two-thirds. And then in like junior high, it was probably like, what's another fractional number? Like three-fifths? <laughs> 
three fi- like si- like sixty percent, and then like in high school it'd be like fifty percent. Because like when I went to high school, it was also the same similar situation, right? Like only certain schools would teach um, Chinese as an option yeah. or an elective or something. Yeah. And then I know some schools they'll teach like French and you know Ukrainian yeah. or whatever other languages. That was like too, right? my schools. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then I felt like I've been kind of sheltered or like. I get really socially awkward because when I'm not around them. <laughs> no, well, it's weird because, like, they'll always talk about these movies. They'll be like, oh, did you watch, like, you know, Terminator or something? And I'm like, no, my whole childhood. That's the whitest movie you can think of at the top of your head. I was, trying, I was trying to think watch of one. Terminator. Yeah, I was just trying to think of something. But then. Uh, like when, Rocky. Yeah, like, they'll, they'll always talk about all these movies. And then I'm like, no, like, as a kid, I literally just watch whatever my grandparents watch at home which is like chinese shows and stuff and then when we go out like i don't go out to try to watch like a 90s movie in the mm-hmm. 2000s right like i'd go and watch something you know more recent or something like that right yeah so so i was like very awkward there because they'll be like, oh my god i can't believe you never watched this before and then in my mind i'm like i can't believe you've watched all of this before <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with your life <laughs> yeah like i watched like journey to the west or whatever and all that stuff it's like i have no idea what you guys watched I feel like when I grew up, I didn't watch or, like, try a lot of things normal people have tried. So, like, I haven't really watched The Matrix before. I haven't watched, I don't know, Toy Story. Like, a lot of... I haven't watched Star Wars. But then I just... It's, everyone's just different. That's all I've... That's all I've uh, concluded it as. I, I feel like your family is so, like, much more diverse and stuff. Like, my family doesn't celebrate Christmas, really, right? Uh, in is our Christmas episode, I was, well, I feel like you know so much about it. I was like, I have no idea what the fuck she's talking about. Like all these things about like special stuff that you do during Christmas. I think that's just like maybe just me specifically. Maybe your family is just very festive. I guess. Um, like it's, it's for like Christmas, like a little bit. Like my family is definitely like nowhere near as festive as I am for Christmas. They just do it. Like we don't always put up the Christmas tree every year, or my right. parents don't, and they don't really decorate anything else. Right. Yeah, I don't know. This sounds like... Mostly just Sounds me. racist again, guys, but, like, it's kind of a white <laughs> holiday. So, like, in my family... Is we it? Do, I don't know. It feels like it, at least. I feel like Christmas is kind of, like, almost a worldwide holiday now with how common, it's it, common it is. Well, I don't think they celebrate in Asia, do they? I guess... Like, I, I feel like in Asia, they would probably still, like, get each other gifts or do, like, some small Christmas tree or some... Some shit, right? No, nah, you're right. Like, I yeah. go pretty ham, but yeah, I think I think St. Patty's Day or something like that would okay, be yeah. way more white. Of a like, holiday. like if I celebrated Easter and St. Patrick's Day, then I think you would think that I'd be pretty white, but even though I kind of do. You celebrate St. Patty's Day? You wear green? Well, I try to whenever I remember. Wait, I didn't do it this year because. What was the rule? It's like if you don't wear green, they pinch you or something. Yeah, like? that's so dumb. I was like, this is just a form of bullying, but like. <laughs> Well, okay, like, when I was a kid going to elementary school, it's, it's not like I picked the outfit I got to go to school, right? Like, oh, I, yeah, I didn't I, I just, you know, wake up, and my mom be like, you're wearing this. And yeah. Like, okay, I'll wear this. And then too. I go to school, and then there'd be no green on me. And then I'm like, oh, did my mom forget? Because I'm getting pinched right now, and this sucks. <laughs> I was like, Rip. what the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, so, I don't know. I've, I've never really cared about those things. Because, like, I think now, as an adult, the only difference is like you'll have green beer at like the pubs and stuff and mm, everyone will go to yeah. the bar right yeah which i usually don't go anyway so i didn't really experience it yeah i think the only part of st patty's say that i've ever participated in would be like wearing green maybe drawing a clover on your face wait is there anything shit. more formal for st patrick's day let me see going yeah. to like 
get drinks, but not necessarily like green beers or friends. Is there anything else? Like, I know. I remember in elementary school on St. Patty's Day, you would get chocolate coins. But oh, I'm not yeah, sure if that yeah, was yeah. just something cute that they did for kids. I think they or... couldn't give us real coins. <laughs> 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 Pretty sure they couldn't pay us. Yeah, no more money. Oh, okay. No People attend mass or service. That, that would make sense. Oh, really? I don't oh, actually no. know what the purpose or the background between behind St. Patty's Day is. He's a saint, right? St. Patrick? What was he saint of? Uh, oh. What was he saint of? For some reason in my head, I just think of like a leprechaun. <laughs> Official Christian feast day. Oh, so it's actually like a religious day. I really like attribute it, like, yeah, attributed it to. Could you imagine if we the actually kids' ce- definition of it? Uh, I was gonna say, could you imagine if we actually celebrate all this shit, like, like actually had time off on this stuff? Because there's so many random holidays. Like, yeah. you ever see like Google calendars or something, like and then they always have these random, like, okay, what's what's today on Google Calendar? Um, today, like, I swear, there's a holiday every single day. Not, not sorry, not a holiday, but like a celebration day of something. Yeah. Uh, what's today? Today's the third. Like bullshit. It's like, oh, hey, there's no celebration this day. Let's make it officially yeah. this day. Okay, today is... I don't is, know where you would apply for that. Today's... Let's make in, a National Viv Day. <laughs> All the Vivs out there. That'd be chaotic. Today's Independent Artist Day. It's World Party Day. Wait, how did they just decide April 3rd yeah. as World Party Day? If I go on every single one of these and they all say World Party Day, I'm going to be like, what the fuck <laughs> is this, guys? It's Geologist like Day. Party. Um, It's National Chocolate Moose Day. So you guys what out the there, uh, I guess by the time this show goes out, it's already past that day. Wait, okay. Oh, yeah, when this show so. is posted, when this show is posted, so it's going to be the 9th. Okay, guys. So today is National Winston Churchill oh Day. Oh, my goodness. That's actually something relevant to us. Not really. How is that relevant to us? We have a Winston Churchill square. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. We named something off someone. Oh, no, look Look how weird this is. National Chinese Almond Cookie Day. What the fuck? Uh, National Unicorn Day. They're not even real. National Former Prisoner of War Recognition Day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, damn. National Name Yourself Day. And the Vimy Ridge Day. What the hell, Vimy Ridge Day? National Cherish and Antique Day. Kids are going to have a blast. The what kids? Vimy Ridge Junior High kids. Vimy Ridge is a junior high, right? Yeah, uh, it's a high school oh, in uh, oh, high school. in in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's all these random holidays. Actually, okay. Are you ever curious what national day is your birthday? Oh, it's National Viv Day. What Wait, do you no, mean? no, fifteenth. What's your birthday? Son of a bitch, March fifth. Oh, I wouldn't say your full birthday. I was, I was just gonna say the day. Okay, so Viv National on, Absinthe Day. <laughs> did you did you take any absinthe? Have you ever I've tried never absinthe? Tried it. I don't think I've ever tried it either. I Isn't was, this like 90% or something or 90 some percent? Yeah, it's really strong, right? When I was younger, I wanted to learn more about alcohol just for knowledge sakes, not because I was an alcoholic or anything. And I learned that absinthe is like, it was banned for a long time in a lot of places. And in order to serve it, they have to serve it in a very interesting way. They usually crush up sugar or they pour the absinthe in a shot glass and they have this special little spoon that has like slots in it. And then they'll soak the sugar cube in a sort of alcohol and they'll light it on fire. And then the fire will slowly disintegrate the sugar into the absinthe and you're supposed to drink it that way. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's like how when you have a tequila shot, you usually get salt and limes. This is how you serve absinthe. Wait, what's that shot that they like light on fire at the top? Is that a shot? 
I don't know. I feel like you can light anything on fire, right? Oh, that's true, actually, yeah. I don't know. I feel like... Uh, anyways. There's probably one that's, like, known as being served lit. Okay, so fire. I don't understand these numbers, but alcohol by volume, 45 to 74%. Is that what you see on the bottle? Like, wine is, like, 12% or something, or 15%? Which, yeah. Huh? I have no idea. Or is it proof? I don't even know what proof means. God, I'm proof. so dumb. It with. should be proof. But is that what they say on the bottle? You know how like if you see a beer, it's like five percent alcohol. I that must be per- percentage by volume. Okay, so I'm just gonna think that it's proof because you would say like, oh, this is eighty proof, forty proof, right? But it, like I saw on the can itself, it'll say like five yeah, percent yeah, ALC, yeah. right? But if you're like putting that in conversation, is that um, where you would put like, oh, it's five percent proof? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I feel I like it's always idea. a high number. I don't know. Oh, this is exactly for you, Viv. Also on your day. Multiple personality day. Their son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, national cheese doodle. Oh, I've never heard it. What's a cheese doodle? Is that just a cheesy or a... Okay, guys. That's if like you a guys very know, American thing. Yeah, if you guys know what a cheese doodle is, let us know. Namesake day, real film day, St. Peron's day, Cinco de Marcho. <laughs> uh, what's a... Okay. Off-brand Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, you guys oh. want to party on March 5th, too? Let's make it an occasion. All right, let's see mine. Let's not expose my actual birthday, but let's just see. Okay, I guess if you Google this, you'll figure it out. International Sword Swallowers Day? What oh. the fuck? National Chocolate Covered Nut Day? <laughs> All right. I'm done with that. National Day Happy Kuwait. Chocolate Covered Nut. That's kind of gross, actually. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Uh, pistol patent day. You can tell that to Joyce next time it's your birthday. I'm like, hey, Joyce, <laughs> dip my day. nuts in some <laughs> chocolate. Uh, open that bottle night. Okay, this is, I think my day sucks compared to yours. Yeah, I There's think nothing. yours kind of does. At least I have single de Marcho. <laughs> Wait, let me, okay, I'm kind of curious now. Let me see what Taro's birthday represents or what random national oh, day. Oh, shit, Lumi's birthday's coming up soon. Not soon, I guess, but within the next oh, few wait. months. Wrong day, wrong month. Okay, Taro's birthday is National Daughter's Day. Oh, little girl. <laughs> National Lobster Day. Oh, that's not bad. What's uh? What's ataxia? Okay, I don't know that. That's well, it's math. an International Ataxia Awareness Day, so I guess on that day you're gonna become more aware. I guess so. I'll know a little bit more about it. National. What the fuck co- is math storytelling? Math story. I don't know. Once Tell upon a, a time, Sally went to the grocery store and bought fifteen watermelons and ate three. How many watermelons does? Harry have yep yep that kind story of told <laughs> yo actually Tara actually has so many stuff it's national cooking day national comic book day national psychotherapy day what the fuck a national uh, quesadilla day damn That's national tune-up day world rivers day world day of the deaf research oh. administration day <laughs> what the fuck Wait, we had to reverse search. Like some random role, and they're like, "Can we get a little appreciation, guys?" Wait, let's see if there's a let's see if there's a computer science day. Oh, Viv. There's a computer science education week. Okay, this is all bullshit. Fuck this. Yeah, that sounds this, that sounds this, dumb. Yes, all these random days. Like uh, some of them make sense. Like like Pi Day makes sense. Oh yeah, March fourteenth. Yeah. I was like, that's a, that's a pretty cool one. Star there's Wars a, Day. What's what Star Wars Day? Like May the fourth. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Wait, when's when's May fourth? There's Tuesday. It's uh okay. That's why. Okay, that makes sense now. 
No, there's something special going on in Disney on uh, May 4th and May 3rd. Yeah. And I was like, maybe that's why. Uh, May the 4th. It's definitely it. Okay, anyways, uh, we're going on a couple tangents here, and that's because, did we explain it completely? We didn't have a guess, and then we didn't want to, like, all the topics we want to talk about is actually quite interesting. Yeah, so we didn't want to essentially use up the topics without a third opinion to contribute to the content. Yeah, so then today we're going to just talk about whatever. We're going to go on tangents galore for two hours. Yeah, Um, we figured that we have a bad habit of going on tangents, so why don't we spoil you guys a little and give you guys a podcast all on fucking tangents. Yep, you guys, (laughs) well, we love going on tangents. You can just hear us talk, hang out with us, and chat with us, talk to yourself while you're listening to this in the car, at home, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Just respond back as if we're talking to you. You may look a little crazy, but it'll be a good time, hopefully for you. Yeah, sometimes yeah. It is for us. <laughs> sometimes I question. I'm like, what value are we actually? Bringing? <laughs> it was crazy because like last week we had Gally on the show, mm-hmm. and she actually has a pretty cool podcast about like business and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is cool. It's creating some value. I'm like, what mm-hmm. the fuck do we do? Viv? What the fuck are we, we doing? Are little bits of happiness to our friends' lives. Yeah. Well, the other thing that spooked me out when she okay, I still think about this to this day when she said, "You're the average of the five friends that you hang out with." I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know about this one. <laughs> I, I, don't get me wrong. The friends I hang with, I value all of you guys greatly. But sometimes okay. I'm like... and then what are you mm. going to say? But what? Okay, so the problem is... I mean, like, is, I get it. The problem is currently half of my five friends are in, like, a partying committee. <laughs> and I don't even fucking go to parties or do any of that stuff. So I was like, is this, some, uh, is this something I have to reevaluate? That also doesn't define, like your friendship with us for what we do in our spare time away from you i mean there's probably five of you guys that hang out once a week just to do drugs and drink i mean good joy <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I see where you're coming from so i was like hmm do i have to reevaluate this shit like i kind of get it because when you think about that and you think about the grand scheme of where you want your life to go like i would say like oh yeah maybe i should be hanging out with elon musk tomorrow and jeff bezos or somebody but then i don't know i I like my friends well okay so a part of that is one tangent i want to go off on is like recently we haven't been getting to play volleyball that much oh my goodness i'm gonna lose the fucking bet yeah okay so wait let's go back to the bet what was the bet again it was so i think podcasts on volleyball with our star yes we all made a prediction of when we would stop playing volleyball. Like on Sundays with this group of friends of ours. Yeah, and, sure? and and we actually made the rules very lenient. It'd, it'd be like, even if we play once a month, it still counts. But it's like when we all just stopped or yeah, we're a significant number of the 12 people we usually play with just stops playing. Yeah, basically the idea of it just fades away and it's not really a thing anymore. Yeah, and then when I went back and I looked at my number, I was like, I don't know how I came up with that number because I was actually thought of something way earlier but i feel like at the moment of the podcast Holy you guys convinced shit. me like i have to go back to exactly <laughs> when we talked about this but i'm pretty sure i said like within five years but then you guys convinced me like drag it up <laughs> so like my that. my prediction was 2030 which is eight years from now yeah now that i'm looking at my number I'm like what the fuck was yeah. i thinking so, oh wait no i think we were I, okay, I think how the number came is we were actually looking at our age. We're like, okay, eight years oh, from now, yeah. how old would we be? And I was looking at myself. I was like, okay, I'm like mid-30s by then. I could still play, but that's probably when it'll taper off. Mm-mm. And then uh, I think our star's number, 2033, might correspond to him being in his like 
40, I think. If it's mid 30, yeah. 20, 30 yeah, for yeah. me, then it'll be like he's about to hit his 40. 40. Yeah. Which I think he wants to play till he's 40. But I guess like my I, other thought was like, when is this group going to stop playing? Though, yeah, right? I think when we were making the bets, it was more so like at what age we're at and what age, and what we think is going to be going on in our lifestyles versus I guess kind of the state of our friend group and their commitments to volleyball. Yeah. And then Viv said 2040. So <laughs> now that, means, that I'm looking at the number, I'm like, what the fuck? That means she's going to play till her mid-40s. I had high hopes. Yeah. So, okay, the, the reason I want to bring it up is because, like, a lot of our friends within our group now are all getting married and stuff. Yeah. And I think within the next, like, two or three years, they're going to start thinking about, like, kids and things like that. Yeah. And I think we already have, like, one case study of one of our friend who used to play <laughs> with us a, a lot. Study. And then they got married. But even after they got married, they still played. But then yeah. as soon as they got a kid, it was like they'll play every other week or maybe once a month type of situation. Yeah. And then I feel like if like half of us, if the, okay, I think more than half of us are getting married in the next yeah. two years in our in our group of volleyball friends. Yeah. And if half of that half even gets kids, that will already, I think, destroy the opportunity of playing every Sunday. Yeah, we have four... Yeah. Four friends that are getting married in the next two years. Yes. And and keep in mind, guys, like, so these are friends that are also both within the group. So it's not like one person's in the group and their spouse isn't in the it's group or their future the spouse. Both, like the couple. Yeah. So then the as soon as, couple, as, soon as any of that couple gets a kid, then I think both of them won't show up, right? Because they can't just leave one yeah. to take care and the other one gets to go to volleyball. Yeah. Or I, I mean, guess they could like, arrange something. Our one, our one couple friend that already has a kid right now, they've been kind of doing that. Yeah. But then, yeah, they, they just don't come out as often. And then after, like a big part of why Sunday is like so much fun, I think, is that we all go out to eat afterwards and we all just kind of shoot the shit or hang out afterwards some way, somehow. Yeah, we just talk for like two hours after yeah. the restaurant. I and think then, the restaurants sometimes hate us. Because <laughs> like, I remember one time we went to Hot Pot and we started eating at like 2 or 3 p.m. Uh-huh. And we didn't leave the place till seven p.m. Oh my goodness! Like I think I think you were there too. Like we literally ate. We all was got this really one. We got full. two tables. No, it was one table. It was at Chinese Hot Pot. Like guys, yeah, Chinese Hot Pot, pretty good hot pot place. We all went there. We ate. Actually, it might be like three or four. So I I'm, I might have exaggerated this bit. It, it might have been three or four. But I remember like after volleyball Seville, we'd go there. It's around three or four. We'd eat, and like I think we'd finish eating, or we got full around like five. Let's say. Oh, yeah. And then before we left, we all started getting some more food because we started getting hungry again. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah, we started getting more ice cream and was stuff. Was this a long time ago or was I still uh, Yeah, there? I think it was I like... I don't remember this at all. Well, it was definitely pre-COVID, so it's oh, already okay. been a while, right? Okay. Because like, like, I don't think there was COVID for... or Sorry, there hasn't been hot pot for a while since COVID, Oh yeah, since that COVID, is true. Right? Yeah, but then... So like that's really fun with our friends because mm. we just get to shoot the shit. We talk about random stuff. Uh, but... This was my prediction all along. I was like, man, my friends start getting married. And I was looking at it. I was like, man, the next two years is going to be um, a lot of like weddings and stuff like that. And soon after, I predict that they're going to want to, you know, conceive Yeah, I'm pretty kids, sure right? I've talked to like everyone that's getting married and everyone plans on having kids within like two years after their wedding. Yeah. So then or I'm even just, like a year and a, or even a few months. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so then my thoughts are like, man, this number, this twenty thirty number, may not be uh, realistic for me. But I, I was like the earliest one too. Like, yeah, I, I, I know. Holy shit! I, I guess it kind of seems like 
our predictions were a little bit far stretched in hindsight because of how wild this last few weeks have been because we've been having a hard time trying to book courts or get people to come to our the Sunday practice lately for the last month. Yeah, so like last month is literally either the court there's no court available, which yeah, at either which, locations that we try and yeah. book a court to, or, or we just don't have enough people. Yeah, or or the people who are usually going are not available because they're you know planning some event or, or they're have a wedding doing thing, yeah or they're going or they're busy somewhere. doing something or somebody's just tired. I I think it's also because this season a lot of our friend groups everyone's just playing a shit ton of volleyball. I also think because now that like COVID's been lessened, uh, people are going on vacation now. So yeah. people are just gone now, right? Yeah. So then there's just less people in general, which I'm like, oh man, I see it starting to come. I'm kind of sad about it too. Like it, Me too, to be honest. Yeah. But I, I guess it's like what you said. I've been kind of repeating this to myself lately too. It's that like all good things come to an end. Yeah. Some like, way, somehow. It's, it's nice to at least... You're going to feel this feeling eventually. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're, like, Viv and I are going to have such a different experience from them because we'll, we'll both see everything from the outside, right? Yeah. Like, they'll see it from the inside and they'll be, like, busy the whole time. Yeah. And so then they won't really see us as dying. They'll just be like, oh, we can't go as much, but, you know, you guys can still go. Mm-hmm. And then that's what all of them thinks. But, like, the two of us will kind of see it from, like, a, th- like a the bird's third, eye view. Yeah, being since like, we've been oh, talking about okay. this, we've been trying to work this perspective. Yeah. Like, a, a part of me is pretty sad about it because, yeah, like you said, all good things have to come to an end. Mm-hmm. And, like, these are my friends I like hanging out with, but... Like if I'm not getting married and I'm not getting kids soon, like at That's some po- other thing, yeah. hey. Like at some point they're gonna be talking about like kids, daycare, like yeah. you know, bring them to like you know swimming and all this stuff, and we won't relate at all. Yeah, I've thought about that too. Like when everyone gets married and they have kids and everything, they're gonna have their own. Like you know, obviously in any big friendship group, you're gonna have little like subgroups because people are gonna click on different things. Yeah. Right. And then I feel like there's gonna be that subgroup where all the married people talk about, oh, my marriage is like this. Or when they have kids, all the kids hang out together and we'll just be like plus ones. Like, oh, maybe we can invite Alvin or Viv because, you know, they don't have kids, but they can come to the kid play date or something. Fuck that. Maybe I Sunday know. volleyball will, re- will be replaced with like kid, what's it called? Play, play dates? Yeah. Play dates? Nah. Uh, this, is my, like, this is my very sad thought coming to it. After probably next year, I think most of all our friends are probably married by then after next year. Yeah. Might be time I um embark on my journey of working somewhere else. Oh, shit. That might be the best time, actually. That actually might be. All right, at least I'll get to enjoy the rest of this. I'll do what I wanted with uh, my career as and get my PN cheer. And then that's about time I have to start looking. Kind of yeah. sad. Yeah. Like, I actually, I actually thought about it pretty deeply. I'm like... Well, not like I wasn't sad as in a negative way. I was like kind of like time to kickstart this life you've been talking about. Yeah, and it might be like the best time. It's like almost like the the ending of a movie. It's kind of like bittersweet, right? There's yeah. that bittersweet feeling, but it's like you you have to do what you have to do, right? You got to open this new chapter. I've been thinking about that a lot lately too, because I'm like, ooh, summertime is coming. The season's getting warmer. Life's gonna get more exciting. It's gonna be more fun. But when I really thought about it, I was like, my every day is going to look the same. The weather's just going to look nicer. And then when I thought about that a little bit further, I was like, whatever I'm doing isn't going to propel me to the lifestyle that I kind of want in the future. Like when you picture your life, you're like one day, one day, one day, right? Like one day I'll work somewhere else or one day I'll have this. 
this interesting role or one day I'll do this with my life. And it's like, wait, if I don't actually put into actions right now, then that one day isn't going to come. It's going to be like always one day, you know? And then I thought like, okay, well shit, if I actually want this, my life to be a certain way, maybe I should actually do something about it. And so I actually was also thinking about maybe next year or some other year soon. I'll also think about moving. Yeah. Cause nothing holding me back anymore. (sighs) Like yesterday night, I was on my phone and I was just starting to like Google like how to find a job here and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, kind of sad that I have to do this, but it has to be done. Yeah, because I was also thinking like, oh, okay, if I want to go into, I was thinking about that niche thing for your job. Yeah. And how you'll do really well. I also believe that you'll do really well if you find a niche role to go into. Yeah. And when I was thinking further into this, I thought, okay, I think if I were to find a niche role that I would actually love doing every single day, because I find that right now my job, my job in it isn't something that kind of excites me every morning to wake up. And I'm like, this is my fucking life. Like my work will be majority of my life unless I do some side hustle thing where I'm passively making enough money where I don't actually have to work every day. But I'm like, realistically, if I wanted, or if I had a nine to five and a job that I constantly had to work four or five days a week in, then I need to think of a really specific niche to go into. And I was thinking, I think I would actually love, I always say I wanted to go into AI, but obviously AI is so broad, right? And I thought, okay, I think I would like to go into biotech AI engineering or something in biotech AI yeah. and have the company be in the industry of like physiotherapy or neurology mm. or, an, or anatomy. So something to do with the human body and probably sports or how it moves or the brain. So that's what I was thinking. And then I was like, oh, if I need a, if I really want to go there and that's my actual direction that I want to go in for my career, then I'm going to need some like boosting of my knowledge for AI. I'm going to need to either take a master's or get another certificate of some sort. And I'm like, I could probably do that somewhere else. Yeah, well, first, I think if you do anything abroad, it's going to be, like, super fun. Exactly, right? But like, I, it's the abroad dreams that I never got. Yeah, and I also think the hardest part is just, like, trying shit to see if you actually like it or not. Yeah. Like, we always think, like, oh, this is so great, this is so great, and then social media and all these other things we see, like, propels, like, you know, oh, being a content creator is so fun and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, even just talking to Gally last week, she's like, there's some pretty tough times when you try to, like, be an entrepreneur or you do all these things where in the realm of social media it's glamorized right like everyone sees yeah. it, oh this is so amazing and shit and that's what i thought about too and uh i think like if you enjoy the shitty part of it then you're gonna love the good part of it too uh-huh. right yeah exactly it's like playing volleyball when you get injured it fucking sucks but it's like it only sucks because you love it so much yeah like so like i've been thinking about that in my own job right now and like right now it's not that the job isn't like, I actually quite enjoy what I currently do mm-hmm. if I only did that and ha- didn't have to deal with people. But, like, yeah. for me, like, the people process or dealing with people, it's kind of annoying right now. I'm That's just like me, too. Yeah. yeah so, like, like, right now, I'm very knees deep into the design, into contract documents that relate to the design, all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I love that shit right now. Like, um, I like reading it, tabulating it, figuring out like, hey, does our design meet this? No. Okay, then what can we do? You know, change the design, change the contract, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I had a future role, I would actually like something in this realm right now that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I don't see a future in 
like the current job because because like these projects end right and when i'm hired for a project like i will end when the project's over too right like i'll have to find something else right mm-hmm. but i would love to be in the sphere where i can like consistently do projects over and over which is why i kept leaning towards like consultancy one day and stuff yeah but we'll see we'll see how i get there i guess yeah, I totally get that, like, customer service side or, like, dealing with people's side. Because, like, this week, I worked so fucking much. And then, like, at by the end of the day, I had, like, so many meetings with our clients and, like, talking to my coworkers and things, relaying information. And I just felt so fucking burnt out. Like, my social battery was absolutely gone. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I do not want a role. Like, yeah, if you think about your life in 40 years, I don't want to look back and be like, I fucking hate my job. I fucking hate my life. So I'm like, I could never get a role that has to do with any fucking customers or clients or anything at all. Yeah. Well, I think we will change too, right? I guess so. Like, we will learn how to deal with people. But it's just like, sometimes I I completely agree with you. Like, some people are just so fucking, like, how I like to do it because I'm so, um, like into the letter of the law when i do design and stuff i'll like look at all this mm-hmm. and then i feel like half the people i work with or talk to like they haven't actually gone through the contracts and the design and they'll yeah. like spew all these like hey what if we do this or what if we do this and like don't get me wrong i love creativity and like different aspects of the idea but sometimes it's like dude like that's specifically something in the contract that's saying we cannot do right mm-hmm. like green, man. yeah like for example in a contract they change a paint color from like green to blue that's that's a reasonable change mm-hmm. right but they change it from like having paint and not having paint that's oh, yeah, like that's a totally different, different yeah. thing at that point right and that's very that's something you can't just get, get away with mm-hmm. it, right so sometimes i'm just like guys who actually went through the design like i actually sometimes question it because i was like talking to my whole team mm-hmm. and i was like i don't think any of our group actually went through the design <laughs> oh my like, God. but it's, it's because like some of them work on like the commercial side of things which yeah. i understand like one they don't understand the design as much and two they're more so dealing with like other people and try to make sure they're like in line and stuff mm-hmm. whereas i want to focus just on the like design portion which is what i like but i'll have to find something like more long term or something i see as more um like there's always a way out or like not way out but like there's always more work to come yeah something where you can see your growth and yeah. something that you get excited to learn yeah but anyways going back to the original part i will be sad because i don't know i see the trends it's gonna happen I our friends are all gonna too. get married and it's just gonna be me and you viv doing all our other random i shit. mean you're gonna go first too before i do what if we go do you think this show will actually like continue i think it might actually have to end if one of us goes one day yeah i think it'll be pretty hard to actually like we could do like a call-in thing and then it'll sound like oh, I want to freak. Thanks for coming on the show. I, I think we'll like have something to like, like that we'll probably have to do like a spoof like like, a, I think hopefully in two years time. Well, that would be pretty sick though. If like one of us moved away and then like a few months later we did a, hey, let's do a recap on the jab show. Like, where are you now? How is fucking Taiwan or some shit? You know? Yeah. Or we turn like, I don't know. I think we're both pretty comfortable with talking and stuff now. Yeah. And I feel like in two years time, we're going to get good at it because it takes time. We're only six months in. Mm-hmm, like it takes mm-hmm. at least two or three years to get good at something in my opinion. I feel like it'd be cool if we all we both had like our own show or we did something similar oh to this goodness, later that'd be on. Wild. Yeah. Well, I always thought like, okay, the stuff I like to do, I've actually thought of um two kind of wild things. One is like a technical writer. So like writing for a magazine or something. Mm. So like I take some new technology, I learn about it like through research yeah, papers, and then I'll write how it'll actually apply to the world. I've looked into this role yeah. before because I thought, oh, that's pretty interesting. I think actually I looked into the role because you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Because we were talking about that magazine, right? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I, I think that's a really cool one because um, 
I like interpreting designs and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It was from your, we were talking about this in regards to your engineering magazine, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. I yeah. think so. And then the other thing I was thinking was like, dude, I'd love to have a show like about like engineering stuff and things like that. Mm. And then if I get, you know, better at talking, that'd be a pretty cool like side thing to do for fun. That could even be your main job for fun. I feel like living in Edmonton, we're so limited by our our ideas of what a career or what our job could be. Versus, like, when we go to L.A., I feel like we're going to, like, this is not something we're going to learn when we go to L.A., but the people living in L.A., they probably have so many different roles that you wouldn't ever hear about. Like, yeah, you don't know you can actually make a living out of these things? Yeah. yeah. Okay, the, the scary part when I did my search yesterday on, like, jobs and elsewhere, mm-hmm. apparently a lot of people like coming to Canada, and my friend told me about this, is because they pay a bit more here mm-hmm. and uh, stuff is cheaper here compared to other places oh shit i'm like oh fuck competition well it's weird because it's like everyone's trying to come here and i'm trying to leave here one day then it's gonna be like oh is that the right thing to do but at the same time it's different too right like a part of me also thinks we pay more here but i think in canada and u.s like they work the shit out of you when you work here at like a nine to five job you're actually not working nine to five you're working like nine to five plus an extra day every week or you're working like actually eight to like six or eight to seven or something like that yeah there's a lot of fucking like corporate stuff when it comes to like canada and the states in terms of corporate culture yeah there's a lot of like time like salary jobs do yeah yeah and then yeah exactly they expect you to do more than what your title is Uh and then they'll always be like yeah you know it's good to form a certain way yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's kind of like um they'll always have these ads where like oh yeah we treat our people really good and Mm -hmm. then in the background we're just like slaving away kind of thing yeah, everything's really like unguaranteed. Which Versus means when you go to like Europe, you'll automatically get like five weeks vacation on stats and then they apparently they give you like money for lunch and stuff and for coffee and things because that's like such a common thing. Yeah, so I think if, also if you like live a bit further, they'll pay for some of your travels. Yeah. So like some people take the train in and out and they'll actually like pay for that. Yeah. Um. But okay, so. I was just wondering if you've ever thought about this. Why do you think it's like that? So, okay, we see, like, the development of, like, technology and countries. You get, like, the third world countries where, you know, you don't get a lot of money and you have to work a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you transition to a more first world country like Canada where you make a lot, but you also have to work a lot. And then I would say, like, Europe's older than Canada and U.S., right? Like, mm-hmm. by a couple centuries, right? Yes, Like, definitely. thousands of years. So I wonder at what point, like they must have reached where we're at and then they went beyond. And I wonder what created that beyond. Like what made them care about their workers or what made them realize? Or Okay, I guess let's put this into like actual things. So what made their leaders realize that they have to care for their actual people and not just say it? You know how like a lot of people in like North America, they'll just say they care about the workers, but like there they did something about it. They like gave you five weeks. They like give you all these things. And it's like by law, like it's not even like an option, right? Like mm. I think in Europe, I think five weeks is yeah, a minimum, right? Whereas here, the minimum is three weeks. I'm actually, I was always curious, like what did they find out before we did? Because they, when we look at them in terms of that like market or economy, they're kind of the futuristic version of us, right? Because mm-hmm. they were around for longer. I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, fuck, they must have found out something out that like made them realize that they actually had to care about their people. I think it's because I was trying to think of the perfect word while you're talking, but then it's so hard to like actively listen and not like think of a response or whatever at the same yeah. time. 
But I think it's because in Europe, I feel like Europe is a lot more. They go with the times and they fuck. I can't think of that specific word. They grow with the times because they're so much more open to hearing different opinions. And there's so many more countries and voices that go into how they operate versus I feel like Canada and the U.S. are very traditional and hard stuck on the rules in a way like we're still a first world country but then all our systems like our education system at the syllabus our work corporate culture and everything has stayed the same for like the last 40 years versus when you hear things about europe and like the netherlands and sweden and all that stuff they're constantly evolving evolving was the word they're constantly evolving and going with the times with how people risk with whatever's going on in in the world like even with covid happening i felt like europe was very dynamic in terms of like the rules and how they addressed covid and how they restricted everyone versus canada and the u.s were kind of chaotic in terms of their lock lockdowns they would have a lockdown they wouldn't have one have a lockdown wouldn't have one versus yeah like in europe they were like everywhere in the world was really messy when it came to lock when it came to lockdowns but i feel like europe is very good at constantly evolving with the times like it because feels they like, have so many more opinions from like a whole bunch of countries in one small area versus ours it's just canada and states yeah just two governing bodies versus like 20 it, it feels like they're and guys we oh, just 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 keep in though we don't know shit about politics yeah we don't know anything <laughs> yeah uh but it feels it feels like they're faster to respond and the response is more solid like it's not like very flaky mm-hmm. like you know here like We'll have a response and then we'll like retract it after <laughs> yeah. like, weeks. And it's just like fucking bullshit. Whereas they'll be like, they'll actually deliberate it honestly and truly. And then they'll actually stick with what they, uh-huh. they picked, yeah. which is, I don't know, I think nice. But I, I, I definitely think we might not have seen that side, which is why I want to like go over there. I want to mm. like see exactly how it is. Right. Or I even get like a remote job and be employed from over there yeah that would yeah. be so fucking sick oh my god actually i'm gonna that's, go look that, into this if you get a remote job yeah, but your yeah. company's actually in europe and you get five weeks automatically already well and then you get the same stipulants but i guess maybe not if you're working remotely yeah well the other thing is like the re the other reason i want to go there one is there is a bit of career growth when i go there mm. but uh, the other reason is um because everything is so close to each other it's better to explore the world there like yeah, it's actually. just like like financially logistically and time-wise more efficient yeah, like, for experiences to actually, and actually like physically be there yeah. and also, you know, get to see the world while you're there. That is true. Like every weekend you couldn't go to a new country. Yeah, like legit. Or like super fucking cheap and when, super quickly too. When I thought about it, I'm like, okay, if I'm there and let's give myself like a minimum time frame of two years. Like I think that's like a good enough to like experience it. I think that's and, pretty awesome. And then if you want to go for longer, you can, but like that's the minimum time yeah. frame. Like, my whole thought process is, like, if I'm there for two years and I break even, I'm going to be happy. Because I actually want to just spend money on, like, going places and seeing things that I've never had the opportunity to. Yeah, I had a, somebody that I knew before. She uh, she applied for a work visa to Germany, I think it was. Germany or somewhere in London. And she worked there for two years just working at, like, restaurants, cafes, and things like that. But on the weekends, she would spend her money going to, like, the neighboring countries and exploring everywhere. And I think she broke even at the end. But then, like, That's pretty her good, experience and all the stories that she has sounds like something that makes you more of a world-class person. And then her life sounded so fucking fascinating. Yeah. She was living there. And I'm like, damn. I hate to be the person where, like, 
I'm not somebody that compares myself to other people in this sense, but I'd hate to be the person that never left their hometown. Me too. Yeah. That's exactly why, like, sometimes when a lot of our friends are getting married now and stuff, I was like, don't you want to go somewhere else, guys, and try <laughs> something else? Is it just me or what, guys? I mean, like, everyone has a different source of happiness, right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, we'll see where it goes. Anyways, uh, pretty much this podcast, we're just going to go about our week and go on all these random tangents. So this yeah. week, I also went to physio. Oh. Um. So nothing major happened. Like your back, your ass, and your crack. No, 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 no chiropractor. But yeah, on um on Monday, I think I landed on the outside of my knee. Oh shit! Uh, and then we ran into you. Yeah, but then nothing, nothing actually came out of it. So like when I like the first day after, it was kind of sore, and then after it was fine. It, it felt like it was just bruised at the skin level. Yeah. So it wasn't like uh, damage to the tendons. But I booked it anyways because mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, okay, I have benefits. I might as well just go. I need to be more on top of using my benefits and booking appointments for those. Yeah. And well, okay. So surprisingly, uh, when I was looking, because I was because I used to go to this one place, but they were kind of eh. Like they were all right, but they seemed um, kind of money hungry, if that makes sense. So for example, Aww. like after my first appointment, which was usually really good, the second and third one would just be like a lot of bullshit. Just like doing the same shitty exercise and then they'll just put That's some heat I on my stuff. That's yeah. one of my physios too. And I was like, the fuck? I literally just, this is like the first thing that pops up when you Google injured knee tendon. And I'm yeah. like, all the exercise you're showing me, I could literally figure it out on Google in two seconds. Yeah, exactly. Like pretty much I always wonder is like, what's the value you're actually bringing to me right now, right? Like why, why should I come and stuff like that? So then surprisingly, I was looking around and one of my friends from elementary school is now a physiotherapist. Oh. And I just saw I just saw her name there, and I was like, "Oh fuck it, I'm just gonna book here and just you know get to see an old friend, and then hopefully I can cut to the chase a bit more." Which luckily I did, right? So like when I got there, I think she knew that I know exactly. Like I've been to a lot of physio in the past, so she she and she knew I was very well prepared. Like I was at, like asking the exact questions to like pretty much shorten my time there, not waste her time, and get as much or extract as much information as possible. Yeah. You're like, listen, Linda, <laughs> I've been through a lot of physiotherapists and I'm not here to do some bullshit, all right? I need this and this from you and I need to know if you can provide it. So I've done that exact thing to this other physio I've been before and they still gave me the bullshit. So I was oh, hoping terrible. going to my friend would help and, and, and it did. So like I went to her um, and pretty much I got a lot of information about it pretty much the last month my knee's been a little sore from volleyball and then she diagnosed it she said um my hips and my glutes aren't active enough so then my knee wobbles in a little bit causing the strain on the tendon your vmo yeah so then she uh you know i showed her my workout list we went through some of the workouts on my workout list because she wanted to see my form and stuff and she gave me some tips on how to do it and then she gave me a couple workouts to like help expand on that which is exactly what i wanted and then uh yeah i pretty much just asked asked a bunch of questions be like hey can you go through my workout list can you look at my form for these things and then can you like tell me what i should do Mm -hmm. and we went through that it was really good she did some shockwave therapy what did she say about your form did she change anything about your form uh she said just be more um yeah so she said when i'm like for example, when I'm squatting a bit, especially when I'm at my lowest point, I should push my knee out a bit more. Oh, yeah. Your um, knee should never then, cave in. Yeah. So she was telling me, like, because my quads are so, like, it's pulling on my knee so much that I have to counter it with, like, my glutes a bit more to, mm, like, mm. push the knees out. And then she gave me some exercise that specifically forces me, pretty much if I didn't put any force, my knee would be in a bad position. Mm. So, like, a band and stuff like that. So that means I have to actively always push out 
during that exercise. Well, like a glute band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not a glute band, but like like a band around my knee that's trying to push my knee in, and then I'm like pushing it out while doing like this other exercise. Oh, yeah, those are anyway. glute bands. Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. At least I think that's what you're talking about. I have no idea. But anyways, uh, it was good because like she cut to the chase. She gave me the info. And then she's like, yeah, you don't have to come next week. Just like maybe two weeks from now, which is what I like. That's best. awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. like most of them would be like, oh, yeah, you have to yeah, come next week. You have to come next week. It's vital that you do yeah. this every time. And I'm like, can yeah, I do I'm this like, at home though? Well, and then they'll do something stupid. They'll be like, here, do this exercise. You know, do like five sets of 10. I'm like, you motherfucker, this is going to take me like a whole day to do all the <laughs> stuff you gave me. And then the next time you come, they give you another three sets of exercise. And like, yeah, you have to do the one before and this one every day. And I'm like, uh, how much time do you think people have? <laughs> like, it's analogous to my old piano or my old violin teacher she was like for every year you practice violin you have to practice that many hours per night i'm like motherfucker i'm in year six i'm not doing six hours of violin a night (laughs) that's a lot (laughs) yeah i was like you're fucking crazy they're like violin is life (laughs) yeah but yeah so i went to physio that was uh that was pretty good i i I really liked the session Um, i'm actually also surprised that you have a friend from elementary school like have you talked to her since elementary school uh i don't know if she went to my high school or not if she did i didn't really talk to her during high school much okay because maybe Uh, it's like the way i approach friends but if i saw somebody that i knew from elementary school i wouldn't like i don't know i don't really consider them my friend anymore if i haven't talked to them since feels bad (laughs) uh no i think we've seen each other once or twice at uni and we've said hi or something like that i see that's that's nice i think i think well what i remember is that she was because i think you have to do your master's to be Uh a physiotherapist I think we were both doing our masters about the same time. Oh, and cool. when I was doing my masters, like I didn't have any more friends at uni. Like all my friends either dropped out or gra- are, or graduated. Okay, everyone but you, Viv. And you, you don't even take the train. It was just like people I talked to like on the way home from school. Oh, I see. I was like, I was there. We went skating. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, other than you, like I don't think I really hanged out or talked to anyone at school while I was doing my masters. It, it, it was sad because like when I first went to uni, like, like in a group of 10, I would know like at least four people minimum right well you're so popular well no, it's just like you just know people because like i grew up i was born and raised here and i went to the same university mm-hmm. here right yeah. and then it's sad because every consecutive year i'm in uni that number gets lower and lower and lower yeah and then right when you're about to graduate like that's like just going off the cliff it's like right after that you don't know anyone anymore yeah it feels pretty lonely yeah. dude the craziest part was like when i saw my or no not in the see like when i heard like my cousins went are going to uni and stuff and i was like wait a second like i'm in uni too because like okay this is how i see how i see my cousins i think the oldest one is six years younger than me right so i always thought of them as little kids so i never thought we'd ever be in the same school at the same time right or at the same level of schooling at the same time yeah so when i found they were in, in school i was like Wait, I'm also in university still. How does this make sense? <laughs> I kind of get it. Like, on my mom's side of family, we have seven kids. And then the younger kids, when I hear that they're in high school or they're, like, in university now or about to graduate, I'm like, what the fuck? You're yeah. about to graduate? Like, aren't you still in junior high? It's it's oh. crazy because, like, I literally carried them after they were born. Like, yeah. I was literally holding on. And then all of a sudden, they're like you know, going to parties and raves and shit. Right. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, this. are this you sure sense. your mom allows you? Like, you can drive? You have a job? What the fuck? Wait, do you ever think about, like, how to be a cool cousin or something like that? Like, I thought about, I was like, I don't know. I'm not, first of all, I don't really party or anything. So I don't think I'm cool to them mm-hmm. at all. Um, not really. I feel like I'm not that, like, 
my cousins and my relatives aren't that involved in my life. Mm. So I don't really have that part of me that's, oh, let me be a cool aunt or cool uncle, or not uncle, but what the fuck? Let me be a cool aunt or like do these cool things with my cousins because I don't really hang out with them. Aside from my niece and my nephew on my dad's side, the only two that are in Edmonton, yeah. whenever I see them, I always buy them gifts and I always have a lot oh, of fun playing with them. But aside from cute. that, not really. Yeah. No, well, for me, I'm a bit closer to my little cousins but i've always treated them as my little cousins like yeah. like a little sister or a little brother but like significantly younger right is mm-hmm. how i've always treated them like i'd always bring them out for skating i'd always like you know buy them ice cream and all that stuff or we'd go get slurpees together and i'd like treat them and all these things yeah but then now that i see like oh you know they're like i think two or three of them are in their like final year or two year of university i'm like what the fuck damn like, right it's not like i started my career that long ago so what's, what's going on here it feels like such a big difference in age, but then really, when you think about the schooling system, it's not that big. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was like, feel old. Like whenever something that always puts it into perspective is that I find that a lot of my friends nowadays are like my age or older, more specifically older, and like older within like a five year range. Yeah. And like when I think about it now, everyone feels like we're all around the same age, and like age isn't that big of a deal. But then if I think back to like what we would be like in high school or like in terms of schooling, like my friends would be in a whole nother school than me or I would be in like grade 10 and they'd be in university type of thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? That would be so weird during that time. But now that everyone's out of school and everyone's working and has their own lives going, it doesn't, it's not weird at all. Yeah. Like at, at a younger age, you always felt like it's cool to hang out with someone a grade older than you. Yeah. Right. Whereas now it's like we're hanging out with people like five or six years older than us, but it seems perfectly normal. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I also feel feel like the same age. I I feel like we're at that tipping point. Like I said, because everyone's starting to get married, we won't be hanging out with these people anymore. And we might be like the oldest of the group soon because we're the only like people who will be socially active and not have like a family and stuff. Uh huh. There'll be like a whole nother level not level they'll be in a whole nother part of their lives yeah and they'll be like looking to hang out with people with that same general uh-huh. view right yeah. like also married with kids type of we're like we've groups. settled down we've slowed down guys we can't be doing that stuff anymore we got responsibilities <sighs> yeah makes me a little sad thinking about it but yeah it's crazy Fuck. a little sad yeah Yeah, seeing a friend from elementary anyways how about you what else you got going on this last week Oh, that's everything you did this week? No, I have a bunch more. But oh, I shit. Want to all right, all right. What day are you on? We'll go back and forth on terms <laughs> of our days. I, mean, I just went from the most interesting <laughs> to the least interesting. Okay. Um, I'll start with, like, I'm going to start from Sunday and I'll go down on my list. On Sunday, I went to go watch um, Jujutsu Kaisen, the movie. What the fuck is this? Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm surprised you don't know, but you're a fucking weeb. I'm not a weeb at all. <laughs> I feel like I am the... What? You don't watch... You watch anime and stuff, don't you? I watch so okay. I used I was ex weeb. Okay, guys, if if you guys want to know. So back in high school, I read a lot of manga. Okay, I think I was an ex weeb too. Yeah, but now I only watch Attack on Titan. Oh okay, yeah, that's that's it. Okay, maybe I read and watch a little bit more than you. Yeah, no, like two or three years ago, I would go like I would always read uh, My Hero Academia. I'd always read all the other stuff, Uh but I think like four or five years ago, all my mangas ended. So oh, like okay. Naruto, Bleach, Fairy Tale, History Shanga's Disciple, like all these bunch of stuff I used to read and watch mm-hmm. just all ended around the same time period. And then I just never got into the new stuff. So right now I'm in nothing except for 
um, Attack on Titan. And also for um, the fans out there, I think My Hero Academy is fucking boring now. Uh, I stopped reading it. Oh, yeah. It two I stopped years it ago. after like the second season. I was it like, just, after the first season, I was like, oh, this is great. Let's watch the second season. And after yeah. the second season, I'm like, uh, this is kind of pushing everything. I'm getting it, bored. It feels like, it feels like, they tried to make a really balanced show. Like every mm. superpower had to have some weakness and shit. But I yeah. feel like they went way too extreme with that. And I'm like, like some man, of the you superpowers ma- are fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, I feel like they just made everything so bland. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, like sometimes it's nice to meet like a one punch man. You know what I mean? That yeah. just goes and be OP and stuff like that. Like sometimes you want to see that in in a show, but yeah. they just made everything like way too balanced. And I'm just like, oh man, sometimes. That's gotta get fucked up. I hundred percent agree. I feel like some episodes, it's like, oh my god, this is so intense, and then the next one, it's like, well, and then it ended like this because we're all friends, and this is how our school does things. Yeah. Or it's just, yeah, it doesn't stay spicy for that long. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's like, like, okay, guys, if you guys don't know what My Hero Academy is, like, it's very bland. So like, they'll they'll, <laughs> they'll introduce a hero, and they'll be like, okay, this has this guy has the world's biggest dick. Okay? <laughs> but in the next episode, they'll be like, oh, but he's a one pump chump. So like oh. he 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 can only do it once and then he's gone and his cooldown's like three 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 days or something stupid like that. Oh, that's so sad. And then they'll do that for every fucking character. Uh-huh. Like if they have some really good power, they'll like nerf them in some other way. And I'm like, ah, this show sucks now. <laughs> Anyways, Jujutsu Kaisen, what is this about? Is this um? So I okay, so I don't really watch a lot of anime. I read a lot of manga anymore either. But then when I hear that there's like something that. Just has a really good story to it. I'm obviously pretty intrigued because I like a good story at the end of the day. I like watching movies. I like reading books. So anime is just another medium, right? And I heard that Jujutsu Kaisen was pretty good. Um, I used to watch random episodes here and there. Wait, but so then my, there's like a full movie on this? Yeah, my friend invited me out to watch the movie and I thought, okay, I think I've watched like less than 10 episodes here and there. So I know like the gist of the story in the background and the characters but not necessarily like what's going on in anime but then the movie has nothing really to do with where the anime is at right now they just introduce a new character and it's like a side story type oh of it's thing. a filler anime a filler movie kind yeah, of okay, but okay. it was actually pretty good oh, like okay, pretty, pretty good nice that's good then yeah fucking weeb <laughs> <laughs> all right so i went cool. to watch that on sunday and then I guess what I did for the rest of my week in terms of volleyball, which we before we started recording the podcast, we wrote down things that we did this week. And the first thing I listed was volleyball. And yeah, on Monday, so I play volleyball at least three times a week, usually because I'm on three teams. And on Monday, we won one, lost one. And on the game that we lost, one of the girls on the other team, she hurt her fucking knee. Oh, yeah, so I bad. I thought it was because of me because I went up to block the ball and I got a like decent touch on the ball. But then when I turned around because I was like ex- watching my teammates like receive the ball and everything, right? Because when I did the block, the ball went like up. Yeah. And then everyone stopped playing and I turned around and like the other girl, she was on the floor and holding her knee. And I was like, holy shit, did I do that? Because I jumped in and block. And I know I have like an issue where I don't know how to exactly like jump straight up sometimes i move most of the time i move forward a little bit and i was like i didn't feel like we touched at all but fuck she's she was a person i tried blocking and she's on the floor right now but i think apparently she just landed wrong oh and her knee gave out on the side and she her knee popped out like she said she heard a pop and then one of my teammates went over and he has a he has like a physiotherapy degree or knowledge or some shit and then so he went over and like helped straighten her knee and helped popped her knee back in 
and it, and then her knee was swelling and I think it started bruising or something but like that but then she said it felt kind of fine she was going to attempt to play but it hurt a little bit too much to play so eventually we did five versus six for our last set because we were one set lot we want we lost one set and the other team won one set and on the third set we played five versus six and we still lost <laughs> so fucking sad that's tough oh that's so scary i don't know those injuries just uh it creeps me out like whenever i see those injuries at the end of the day i'm like guys like we're all fucking in this to be honest recreational league because yeah. no one's doing this professionally yeah this is amateur recreational league guys i think uh let's let's not try to get anyone hurt here this is you know we all have a job tomorrow to go to and stuff uh. It's just so scary when I see that stuff. I'm like, uh I always feel so bad whenever I see someone injured because like I fucking know how how you must feel. Like you're like, fuck. I'm not even just fucked in volleyball. I'm fucked in other areas of my life now. Yeah, like I'll be honest. Sometimes when people get really like intense into like sports, Mm -hmm. and you know we're all you know mid twenties to mid thirties, we're not pros, and they get really way too intense into what I call like a rec league kind of thing. Yeah. Just like guys, you gotta chill the fuck out. Like, <laughs> like there's more to life than uh, volleyball, and unfortunately, you're not gonna make money or be a pro now. So yeah, let's just chill out a little and have fun. Yeah, sometimes when I catch myself tilting really hard, I'm like, man, volleyball is too life. This is too much. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if I tilted hard at my work because I did something bad, I think that's something I actively work on to try to get better and stuff. And like, I think that's also a given because it is your work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, like, I, yeah, if I ever catch myself tilting the volleyball, I'm just like, dude, like, this is a game. Like, this is just game. Yeah. Come on. Uh, I get both sides. But yeah, yeah I, I get it too. Like, some people are like ultra competitive and they want to be good at everything they do. And that's what, like, who they are. And that's probably maybe what got them to where they are also. Like, they probably did some great things in their lives because they're really competitive. But yeah, sometimes I'm just like, just let's just not get hurt, guys. Like this is a non-contact sport. We we can all have fun and not uh, injure ourselves. Yeah, and then on on Tuesday, played on my women's team. I told my women's team that I wasn't joining with them next season, and that did they cry? What I cried. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not joining. I'm sorry. I'm not good enough. No, I felt really bad because I was like, oh, I'm letting everyone down. Because the reason why I decided not to continue with this women's team is that um, I'd essentially have next season, I'd have the same Monday team. And then I dropped my Thursday team because one of my friends is coming up from Calgary. And I told him that if he ever came up, then I'd play with him for a season and he's here for the season. So I was like, okay, so I have to drop my Thursday team because of that. And then I thought, okay, on my Tuesday team, I really like the learning aspect because I'm technically a middle and I've learned so fucking much with being a middle and I wouldn't ever have this chance to learn all the skills of a middle when I play co-ed but I felt like Tuesday was the only team I could give up because I feel like Monday is kind of my main team and I could play with everyone I could see most people on Mondays and Monday challenges me the most and then on Thursday I can't just say no to that one friend that's coming up to Calgary this season right and then so I thought okay Tuesday is the day that I have the most chance of learning but then it's also the day that I think is easiest or more more realistic to be able to give up because i even though i like learning middle a lot i enjoy playing power way more oh yeah me too yeah me too so let's go it's it's like it's a give and take between what i actually enjoy doing versus like oh, yes i know this is learning curve but you know 
I don't know. Well, so here's a slight consolation. Like I think a year from now, your Tuesday team's all gonna be oh my god married so, yeah. and maybe even have kids in a year ish from now. Oh, so. you're right. Like half of them are already like married, getting married this year. Or this yeah, summer, so, so. I mean, that team's not gonna last much longer, anyways. Not to be disrespectful, <laughs> but like I get it, life happens. I felt pretty bad though because when I broke the news, I was like, guys, guys, can we gather in a circle? Yeah. So I just want to let you guys know that I, I can't join next season. I'm not playing <laughs> with you guys against next season. They're like, why? And then I was like. Honestly, I'm fucking tired. Nice. Like, life is fucking getting to me, man. Like, Gotta get that sleep, man. Physically, emotionally, mentally, all that stuff. I'm like, three fucking weeks of volleyball. Or not three weeks. Three teams is too much for me at the moment. And I can't continue this, this next season again or else I'm going to burn out hard. And then it could just be me. But when I, I think maybe I told them at the wrong time or maybe I delivered it the wrong way. Because it was right after our game. And I was like one of my teammates was about to leave and i was like wait, wait wait come back i need to tell you guys something and then the second i said it i felt like everyone was like oh and then they're like okay well i guess we can find somebody here as middle who do you guys think we can find as a replacement do you think this person's available and i was like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing of value was lost babe. nothing of value was <laughs> yeah. lost maybe that's where i got by her or i don't know i was like oh, okay so i feel some tensions ah it's his life whatever yeah I guess well also life. like like i actually think summer kind of makes a difference like i would want to be out more like i would want to for example like play a bit more golf or do yeah, some other things outside yeah that's also a reason of mine because i'm like okay um tuesday is right after monday and then that means i get no kind of break yeah well we, have, we practice sundays too right yeah so. exactly but then sunday's optional yeah technically and I'm like, oh, I also wanted to go biking a lot more in the summer and spend more time just outside in the fucking sun and not think, oh, fuck, I can't go outside because I have a volleyball game, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's life. It is life. How was volleyball for you this week? Uh, It was good. Wait, do we win? Yes. Yes, you guys won. We won both our games, yes. right? I think we're top of the league right now, right? Uh, Are you? I don't we we, so. we beat duck guys the other week oh shit yeah two we two old too we oh i heard on. you guys yeah. are so happy yeah and i think i think we i think we only lost to you guys and to another team but it was always two one and we beat every other team so i think we're top of the league but right before retier we were um unsure whether we wanted to throw our games or not to win no but it's retier and then this next I time know. you can we yeah. didn't fucking know that yeah so, so we didn't like i felt like we tried really hard but we also didn't care if we went down because we're we were like yeah we don't think we'll win tier one. Oh, dude we think the same thing too so we were like yeah whatever like if the games start sucking we start losing not a big deal because we kind of want to still win a tier yeah and now fuck the schedule came out and now we're tier two and everyone in my group chat's like well you're actually tier two yeah we moved down and then because we're one point behind like the other teams wait the the family team beat you guys family team no there's one team that completely dropped like oh, okay uh fuck like, i can't mention the person yeah, yeah that's fine that's fine that's fine but the new team that went up last year, yeah. that everyone's like, holy shit, that one guy's so good, or like yeah, so-and-so yeah, yeah, yeah. is so good. Yeah. They threw their games. I'm pretty sure they're going to try to go to Tier 2. No, I thought they already are Tier 2. They're not? Oh, okay. I don't know. Like we, we beat them like very easily. So I thought all the other teams would beat them very easily, too. Maybe. I don't know. But I know that they're trying to go Tier 2. Oh, and then, so they're trying to win in Tier 2 also. Yeah, they're trying to win in Tier 2. But then we found out that 
this wasn't the finals week. Yeah. And they added another retier. And then also yeah. that for finals week, there's upper and lower. And I'm not sure if upper and lower is still, like, if lower still wins a hoodie if no, you're in no, tier one. No. But it's a t shirt, right? You don't win anything. For lower tier one? Yeah. Lower tier one, it's, you can only, so if you're in the top four oh, or, or bottom four of tier one, you're literally playing for fun. Oh, and you're top If you're top four of any tier, you're actually playing for something. So then uh, we were planning to throw after this retier, but then I don't know anymore. Like we're actually first in our tier right now. So we actually don't know. But I, I was telling them honestly, I was like, guys, on a good day, maybe we beat the top two teams. Yeah. But any other day, the top two teams creams us. That's like, what I'm Very thinking. easily creams us. I'm like, statistically, we're not on par. Yeah. Like we're not even close. So I'm like, guys, like. I think we should throw, but if everyone's going to throw, then no one's throwing. <laughs> <laughs> then it's going to be the same matches, but in tier yeah. two. Well, no, it's not even because like if everyone's trying to throw, like some people won't actually get their opportunity to throw. And then if two really good teams actually successfully throw. And then, they go in tier two, then, then it's the then, same thing. Yeah, then you won't, you may not have a chance of winning tier two. Though. Yeah, that's true. But then when, when we saw that we're in tier two, we're like, hey, shit, this feels bad. Like, I don't give a shit about <laughs> winning tier two anyway. I don't want to fucking be here. Uh, yeah. Well, so now, yeah, our team's gonna go back up to tier one. Yeah, I know it sounds bad. Like I'm sure if EVPC ever listens to this podcast, which they probably won't, they'll be like, "Hey, these people are fucking throwing." But honestly, in my opinion, I'm like, people throwing though. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I have the balance between my pride, which, like, again, this is a rec league, so I don't really <laughs> fucking care, and then winning something. Right. right. It's like, ooh, it'd be nice to you know get a T-shirt for free. Yeah. Even though I have tons of free shirts. It'd be nice to get another one. I think pride is weighing like heavier on me right now. Oh, for real. Like, fuck, I don't need a tier <sighs> two T-shirt. I want a tier one lost. <laughs> uh, the ego's dangerous, man. <laughs> the ego's dangerous. But yeah, our our games. Yeah, it was good. We, we won. I think. Um, Games are pretty good. We're all we're all playing pretty well. I I was like I I was annoyed this whole last month just because of my knee, like not not my team or anything like that. So it's like I just want to get my knee better and then I can actually like full jump and actually do everything I used to do. So yeah, we'll we'll get there. I just gotta do these exercises next couple of weeks. I think I'll I'll be there. Yeah, good luck with that. I noticed that. Fuck my, you know how I rolled my ankle a few weeks ago and my right ankle is like fully healed and now it's feeling a lot better. Yeah, my fucking left ankle is giving out now. Like, after volleyball now, sometimes when I'm walking, I'm like, oh, shit, my left ankle is feeling a little iffy. Maybe I should start wearing a brace for my left ankle, too. Okay, so, like, back when I played badminton, I would go, like, three, four times a week. And after a year, I get so tired and, like, burnt out and stuff that I didn't actually enjoy the sport itself anymore. Oh, shit. It's just, like, you just keep getting injured. You keep getting, like, you don't play as well anymore. And then it just feels so bad because it's, like, I know I can beat this guy, but I'm not beating him because I feel like I'm not at my 100%. And you keep making that excuse for yourself, even though maybe that guy's just better now. Um, but then you, you keep thinking you're not at 100% and then, you know, you put too much effort in and then you feel really burnt out. And then I think since then, I've always learned in my sports. I'm like, okay, like, take yourself a bit, like, take it a bit easier. Don't take yourself too seriously. It's good to get better, but like, let's be realistic. Like, there's a physical aspect of it that you have to manage, right? It's actually something I was talking to our friend Arstar about. Yeah. How he was talking about how, like, burnout and how if you're doing a sport like for volleyball, you're just going for the sake of going after a while. It doesn't feel good anymore, like, to play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you don't get the same sensation of like, oh my god, I get to play volleyball or whatever. I'm playing volleyball because you're literally just going through, going to go through the motions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, like, uh, doesn't really happen to me, but like some weeks, <laughs> no, like, like lately. Like, yeah. Well, anyways, I don't really. <laughs> no, no, like it, that same thing has happened to me in badminton before. Volleyball, not so much yet. But I think that's also because we haven't been doing our Sunday practice. But mm. I honestly, a part of me enjoys that Sunday practice a bit more than the game sometimes. Mm, me like, too. um, I don't know, something so freeing about being able to do whatever you want and not have consequences. Like, I whenever agree. I sub, it's actually so fun because I don't care, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just there. You guys have to find someone. Okay, I'll go. So I'll play. I actually think sometimes I play even better mm-hmm. because I'm very, um like, flexible and I'm, like, just, like, thinking the whole time. Whereas, like, sometimes my actual team, I'm, like, here's a strat, follow the strat, right? Whereas, like, I'm not thinking for myself as much. Whereas, like, when I'm on a random team, I don't even know their strat. I don't care what their strat is. I'm playing to, like, <laughs> get the best, you know, passes, best hits, and best everything. Then yeah. I'm thinking more flexibly. And I think when I play like that, I play better individually, but maybe sometimes it doesn't help the team as much. Mm. But whereas when you play a strat, it helps the team more than it helps you individually, right? But I feel like having both helps. So like having one day where you're playing a strat and you guys are playing a set system and then having another day where you guys just, you just like play play with your instincts. Like don't even think about like all these other strats. Just play with your instincts and like practice these things that you don't really get to practice when you're in a system. Exactly. Like you can't risk practicing them when you're in the games. Yeah. yeah. That's what I really like about Sundays because like lately I've been trying to work on my form and my footing because I do like goofy footing or like opposite footings for a right hand hitter. And I can't really practice that much, that, that much when I'm in the game because yeah. m- my timing and everything will be off and it's just too much fucking extra brain power to yeah. switch to, to something that's not autonomous for me. So Sundays is really good for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, honestly, um, if our practice day and our play day wasn't like one after the other, mm-hmm. I think my play would be a lot better. Yeah. Also, like playing at fucking 9 p.m. sucks for me. I <laughs> yeah. usually go to bed at like 10-ish. So like... The first game, I'm pretty, like, hyped and stuff, and I'm, like, mm-hmm. playing really hard. And the second game, I'm out. Like, like mentally, I'm out. I can't, yeah. I can't really do much. Like, those games, my team has to carry me because, like, I'm <laughs> just mentally not there anymore. Yeah, for those games, I feel like when I get off of work and then I sometimes or often nowadays have been working out before and I'm like, man, right after volleyball, my day's pretty much over. Versus if it's a 7 o'clock game seven to nine then i'm like oh i can still do some things after i can still do things some things before but when it's a seven to eleven game it's kind of like okay well nine nine or yeah sorry nine to eleven game it's kind of like well the rest of my day is gone yeah rip anyways um so the other thing i did this week which was pretty cool is yesterday i went to kevin and chung's house they've been on the podcast before and uh i don't know they were on the podcast talking about how to think like elon musk yeah and um so Kevin just got a place. Chung moved in with him. They pretty much have a gamer house right now. Like they do fucking. <laughs> I swear. I went over. I'm like, do you have games? So do you get like FOMO or do you like think? Damn, it seems like so much fun to live here. It's like a content creator house. Uh, not really because I don't game as much anymore. Um, so I don't think I'd fit in with that. Like, okay, if I a FOMO house or like a house I would get FOMO that I see my friends living in would be like a creator house, as in like you're physically making things. Like I have my dinky little three D printer here, oh, like and I'm this like space, but things. a whole house for it. That'd be yeah, that'd be pretty sick. So, I think so, I could actually get FOMO for that too. So what I've always wanted would be like one to live somewhere warmer, so then I could have a garage space where I can work oh, in shit. in the winter, right? So like in the winter, I could go in my garage, and you know I could use you know my saw, I could use my power tools and all this stuff, and I could build something year round. 
Whereas here, as soon as it hits winter, I'm like, do I want to go out there and make something when it's minus 20? Uh, not really. I'll yeah, just stay right? inside, right? But then when you're inside, you don't want to like weld things. You don't want to like cut wood or stuff because yeah. the dust and stuff gets everywhere. So I'm not too crazy about the gaming house, but I'm really crazy of like, my friends had a house where they're always like building things. I would love to be there, right? Because like we're all, we'd always be like working on like contraptions and like building these random things for the house and stuff. I think that'd be really fun. I think that's pretty cool too. Almost like, like I, I've always imagined it. If I ever were to buy a house, which won't be like within the next 10 years, I would want like me and my partner to like buy like a share house and just renovate everything like year round, right? I think that'd be like super sick. Yeah, I've thought of that too. Like when I get my own place, like a permanent place, I would definitely work a lot on making my house more autonomous. Yeah. I fucking make it look like Jarvis lives in my house. It's make autonomous, isn't it? Auto- autonomous? Yeah, autonomous. Oh, yeah. Autonomous? Autonomous? No fucking Autobot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would work so hard yeah. on making my house seem like Jarvis lives in it. Because yeah. I was looking up like little side projects to do and there's people that are making a real life Jarvis and I'm like damn that'd be so fucking sick to make your own adaptation of that and have it in your house and like when you wake up I am somebody that doesn't really care about data breach and like your own personal data privacy because I'm like I'm literally just a number technically yeah so I'm like that would be so cool to have your own version of Jarvis. And when you wake up, you're like, hey, Jarvis, can you make me a cup of coffee? And you hear like downstairs, the coffee goes running. And then like your whole house turns on when you wake up. Yeah. That would be so fucking sick. I would definitely do so much stuff with that if I had yeah. my own place. And all these like little construction projects like, oh, shit, my living room looks like it needs a new fucking wall. Or like, oh, maybe I should get a drop down ceiling. And then you just work on that for the week. That'd be so sick. Yeah, it's cool because it also for me intersects with my career like. Like my mechanical engineering and I'm doing like buildings and construction stuff. Like it does a lot of um like building automation systems. And a lot of that like we think it's very normal. So for example, when you walk into a building, it's at a set temperature. It's all these little things. But like it's not easy to get to that. Like we kind of, we take it for granted. Because like there's yeah. actually a lot of sensors that come into place. And those sensors activate certain things. That, that activation is all set up through actual programming that checks like, you know, constantly checks everything and make sure everything's in the state that it needs to be right so it's almost like i would take that part of my career and just expand more on it on my own home so it'd be like i'd walk in you know certain lights would turn on and all these things would exactly happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd, that'd be pretty sick that'd be pretty sick i never realized that buildings had this much i guess thought put into it until this one time i was in thought for lack of a better word um, until this one time I was at Westminster Mall. I think I was getting a new SIM card for one of my phones. This was a few years ago. And I felt like in the background that the building kept shaking. Mm. I felt like a like rumbling that kept going on. And it was bothering me to the point where when I was walking by, I think it was a telestand. I was like, hey, just a random fucking question. Do you also feel like the ground is shaking? And then the guy was like, oh, yeah. So Westminster Mall is actually built on a whole bunch of stilts. Mm. and these pillars that you see all around WEM, they go deep into the floor and they're to prevent WEM from essentially collapsing whenever there's like an earthquake or something going on and i was like oh shit really i didn't know that he was like yeah so whenever there's like mini earthquake heavy weather or anything you come to WEM, you can feel the whole building shake because of these pillars that are supposed to counteract Uh, whatever is going on yeah very cool have you have you been to taiwan before I have not. Okay, so their tallest building, Taipei 101. Oh, yes, I heard. 
there's like a giant ball in it and that's like a counterweight so like if the building sways one way the ball will sway the other way oh cool so then the entire structure still stands as is if that makes sense it's like a gyroscope right yeah it pretty much counterbalances any because i think taiwan or taipei is near one of the potential earthquake zones or whatever um, so they built that. It was pretty cool because like when you go there, I think you pay like 30 bucks or something and you get to like go to the top of Taipei 101. But then they also like teach you like, oh, this is the science to like what we're doing here. Oh, and I think cool. you see the room or it's either a picture or a video of the room, but you actually see the giant ball. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sick. But anyways, uh, I was at Chung and Kevin's house and they recently got um, a VR thing. I don't know. It's not the Oculus Rift. I don't know what it is. Like he told me it was like 1500 bucks or like 1300 bucks uh-huh. or something like that. But it's pretty intense because like it's not just the headset and the hand things. There's also sensors on the walls. So like it'll sense if you're too near a wall and it'll like tell you like you're too close to the wall and stuff. Um, and it was like I've never played with VR yet and that was my first experience. It was actually really fun. Like awesome. I was sweating after. Like I was playing like Beat Saber and stuff and then Did they have a multi directional treadmill? No, no. That'd be that sick, would be so but that's sick super to expensive try. to get. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would like that. Or I think, not multi omnidirectional. There you go. Yeah, it's like that circle one and you can walk in any yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah, no, no. No, but like theirs was pretty fun because um they still have and maybe all BRs have this, but like for example with Beat Saber, you actually have to move your body left and right uh, yeah, and yeah, up yeah. and down. And then their games, you could also do that too. And then they'll tell you if you're too close to the wall. Like you'll actually see it on the screen and stuff. Um, and it was pretty fun. I was surprised I didn't get motion sickness because I naturally get motion sickness. Like if I if I'm in a car not driving. So if I'm in the backseat of a car and it's like doing some crazy shit, like going up a mountain and stuff, uh-huh. I'll get motion sickness and stuff. So I was surprised I didn't get that. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. Beat Saber. I think we played Super Hot and some other fighting game. There was this one fighting game that like they both got motion sickness, but I was okay with it. Well, damn. Um, but it was for that metaverse world. Yeah, I'm fucking ready for that shit. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was super fun, and yeah, uh, I also. Because I think Kevin just moved back into his new place. Because uh, he had some issues when he first moved in. Um, and then I think they want to start uh, cocktail mixing. That was one of the hobbies they that's said they so want to get cool. into. I was like, that's super cool. So then uh, I bought them this. So I'm just going to show Viv the cocktail bar thingy. I bought them. It's pretty much like a cart. Oh. So I bought them this really nice cart. That's like wood and stuff. And you can hold all your alcoholic drinks. Or the bottles. Uh, for them to do mixing. I was like, oh shit, if I buy them this, they're going to have to fill it up now. And then they can start doing all the stuff they want. Yeah, that looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of excited. Like, I'm not a big drinker or anything like that. Like, I don't really care. I'll just have a beer. Yeah. It's usually my go-to. Yeah. But I don't know. It'd be cool if they show me some cool drinks and stuff. I, I actually do remember when I was a teenager, one of this waiter gave me this one drink that tasted like mint chocolate. But it Gross. for sure had alcohol in it. Gross. Don't know what it's called. Or did it taste good to you? It was really delicious. Oh, it, t- cool. it tasted like mint chocolate ice cream. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I want to say it's called like grasshopper or something. But oh, I yeah, know. There is grasshopper. I, well, because I, I know grasshopper is also a beer. So whenever I tell people, they always think it's the beer. But I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a cocktail. I'm, I think it's like, because like the drink itself was green and had like a mint chocolate flavor. Like the mintiness came from the burning alcohol. And Ooh. then there's actually a chocolate flavor too. And it was, was like, it well like a opaque shot i have no fucking idea i just took it right i was like okay i'll, I'll try this okay because grasshopper is kind of like like a flavor 
Uh, to like for ice cream or grasshopper pie or when I okay before I came to record the podcast I actually stopped by the Richie Marketplace and there is a Dutch's location there and they actually had grasshopper um, grasshopper macarons that I didn't get because I know it's mint chocolate wait you don't like mint chocolate I do not like mint You're fucking gross. mint belongs in mints and toothpaste and gum um isn't it good to eat a dessert and have your breath smell amazing after. Yeah, isn't it great to eat toothpaste? It's not toothpaste. It's not the same, okay? Anyways, uh, I also went to Yellow yesterday. And they had, was this? Cookie Butter X Ube. So that's the mixing. Oh my god, that sounds so good. So I didn't know what cookie butter was. I had no idea what the fuck cookie butter was. Yeah. Joyce was also very surprised. Oh, really? Do you know what cookie butter is? Is that yeah. normal flavor? Um, It's like a spread. I used it for one of my tart flavors before. Oh. Is it what's what's the flavor profile like? Just sweet butter? Um, it's like a digestive cookie, a maltish cookie flavor. Um, it's a very European thing. European? It's very common over uh, there. Okay, and it's kind of like Nut- Nutella. Do you say do you say Nutella or Nutella? Nutella. New. Yeah, but how do you say? It? Wait, what's the right way of saying it? I think oh, I looked this Nutella up before. Or I think it's Nut. Nut. I've always said Nutella. Nutella pronunciation. I think it's newt. Pronunciation. Nutella. Yeah, yeah it's new. Nutella. Nutella. Oh my goodness. And like on Friday, one of my coworkers called Stevia Stevia. I I always fucking get that mix up. I always get that mix up with Sativa. <laughs> <laughs> like something in my brain is fucked up where I keep mixing the two. And when I heard him call it Stevia, I was like, it's Stevia? I've been calling it Stevia this whole time. The fuck? I don't even know what like I I I know what you're saying. I I don't even know what's right and wrong whenever uh, I hear it. Uh, it is what it like is. Like it all mixes. But anyways, went to Yellowed um because I saw these cool flavors. Uh it was okay actually. So the cookie butter was pretty good. And they had what pina and ceresa. And one of them's pineapple, another one's cherry, because it was Filipino or Tagalog. Uh it was okay. It was really tart though. Which I'm not sure. Mm. I, I wanted something a bit sweeter, but it was, it was still all right. Like me and Joyce are like crazy fans of yellow. Like we always yeah. go there for the ice cream because I love soft serve. Soft serve is another level. Mm. Do you want to hear the story of my birth of love of soft serve? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. So when we went to <laughs> Japan, my first time ever going to Japan, um, like I didn't really research much about like like I watched anime, but I didn't know actually, you know, what to do there, what it's like there. Like, for example, when yes. I went to Korea, I didn't know they eat rice for breakfast too. Or they eat what they eat for lunch, but for breakfast. Interesting. So you don't know a lot. Yeah. So I'm not <laughs> cultured at all. So I, so I went to Japan and then um, we kept going to 7-Eleven for like morning breakfast kind of thing. Like pretty much I just get like a banana and one of the onigiris and stuff. Oh my goodness, the onigiris from Seven yeah. Eleven are fucking awesome. Yeah, so then we we kind of um not really skip, but like that's just our breakfast. Like we have nothing else, right? And then uh we'd go to some place to for that date, and then we'd also have lunch like soon after. So like it usually takes like half an hour to an hour. So like we just get like a really light snack for breakfast, and we walk for like an hour ish or two to like wherever we're gonna go see, right? Like maybe Kyoto or maybe whatever else, right? And then we'd have lunch somewhere. But then the time between lunch and dinner was always so far. It was like noon we'd have lunch. Dinner was like at 6 or 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. So then every day we always go and get soft serve. Because we were there during summer, right? And there's always soft serve carts everywhere, right? Was this, what, who, are you, who are you in Japan with? Uh, with Chung and Calvin. 
So okay, my, okay. my other friend. Um, and then every day we get soft serve, and then there's they have like every stand has at least five flavors, if not like sixteen. Mm. Right. So then they they have this usual, you know, vanilla, matcha, and chocolate. That's like minimum standard. And then they'd always have these like random flavors. Uh, but it all tasted so good. So like their grape actually tasted like I was eating a grape with ice cream. And like, oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, their like melon flavor was literally like a melon with ice cream. It was like it tasted very refreshing, right? So it didn't taste like like the artificial version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it, it it didn't taste like that artificial grape flavor. It tasted like grape. Oh, and that sounds ice cream, so good. Right? Yeah, and then like when I was eating that, I was like, this is game changing because first we ate it like literally every day, but like as a soft serve form. It was infinitely better than if it was hard ice cream. Oh damn! Right, I because see. I get like it. I it's get very it. easy to eat, but it's like very smooth and all that stuff. Um, so then, like literally, like my last day in Japan, I was like googling, like, "Hey, how do I get a soft serve machine?" Like, apparently, you can like get like those small ones where you put hard ice cream in, it and they'll like like oh, they'll turn cool. it into a soft serve. But I, I still don't think it's the same as what they yeah, did there. I don't think it's the same because of the content. Yeah. The fat contents are different, right? Yeah, exactly. So then ever since then, I've been like a huge fan of soft serve. And I've always like been trying to find the best soft serves here. But here it's like most places only has like vanilla and chocolate, right? That's yeah. all you can really do. And then I remember there was this one year where I had a phase with, um, what's that? I think in Circle K they call it Frosters. And, uh, Frosties? No, it's, uh, it's slushy with ice cream. Slush puppies? No, that's no. Screamer. They're called slush. Screamers. They're called slush puppy screamers. Okay, yeah. So screamer is, I think, Seven Eleven version of it, right? Like I grew up calling them screamers or slush puppies. Okay, yeah. And I, I remember grew- showing this to um like my ex when we went on like a trip to Calgary Zoo with like my best friend, and he thought it was the best thing fucking ever. Like he was like, "Wow, what the fuck? This tastes amazing!" Yeah, so so I've never had one of these. So I okay in the Circle K world, I think it's called Frosters, and then in everyone else that we call it Screamers. Or yeah, yeah Screamers. You've never heard of Slush Puppies? No. Um, okay, same thing. Because that reminds me of, I think Denny's has a thing, something puppies. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, I didn't know about this until. Oh yeah, what was that? Something. It's like. The pancake balls, yeah, right? Yeah, something yeah, puppies. Yeah. So, so something puppies. Oh, but can you search it up? I'm actually... Okay. Fuck, I still order those. In tangent in our tangent. <laughs> Denny's puppies. I think... Pancake, pancake puppies? puppies. Oh, these are delicious. Are they called pancake puppies? I, I thought know. they were called something else. Yeah, I thought it started with an S. That's why I was like yeah. mixing it. Um, I don't know. It's on Denny's website. Pancake puppies. Let's see. I mean, they're going to call it pancake puppies all over the site then. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I didn't know a screamer was a thing until my adult life. Really? Like, throughout my teenagers, I've never had one. And I had it. I was like, this thing's the fucking best thing ever. And then I remember coming back from Japan and, like, always trying to get, like, a screamer and stuff. Uh-huh. But then I know it wasn't healthy for me, so I didn't really get it. Like, th- so pretty much how it was is when I first went to Japan, I just finished my bachelor's degree. Yeah. And in that, like, next six months, I lost, like, 30 pounds. Oh, shit. I was, like, losing all my university weight and some. Yeah, that's a lot, actually. Yeah, so then I was, like, okay, like, no ice cream, none of that shit, right? But then I cut too much. So then um, the next summer, I was actually, like, you know, willing to, like, eat more because, like, I yeah. was, like, too thin at that point. And I remember, like, on a hot day, I would always go with my little cousins to get, like, screamers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But only because it kind of little bit reminded me of, like, Japan soft serve. But nothing got to that level. Uh-huh. And then 
when I found out about Yellowed and I tried the stuff they had, I was like, oh shit, this is actually really good soft serve. Like, it's not like the typical whatever soft serve, right? Yeah, it's actually yeah. pretty delicious. So I was like, okay, ever since then, I was a huge fan of Yellowed. But I think one day this summer, we should do like a soft serve, like, test. <laughs> that'd be so cool. Like, we should get like a frosty, uh, a McDonald's soft serve, DQ. DQ. I, I'm pretty sure DQ is probably gonna be the best. Isn't there another soft serve or ice cream place that's really popular? Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of they're not soft serve. There's made by Marcus and there's like kind ice cream. Oh, but then those I fucking aren't hate soft serve. boutique ice cream shops. <laughs> Nothing beats soft serve. If you're a boutique one, it's gotta be soft serve, I think. I think it's another level. So then the other story with my soft serve is that um, when I went to Winnipeg with Joyce, so a lot of Joyce's family is from Winnipeg, or not, okay, they're from the Philippines, but they first immigrated to Winnipeg and then they came here. Uh, so there's a lot of Filipinos in Winnipeg. It's like, all the Filipinos always tell me it's like the Manila of Canada. Like, oh, interesting. But um, when I went there, Joyce showed me this place. It's called BDI. I um, forgot what it stands for, but it's literally called BDI. Something ice cream. Uh, it's it's next to a bridge. It's something related to ice cream. Okay. But, but, uh, it's a bridge, sorry. But it's a soft serve ice cream place or they make ice cream or desserts in general. Mm-hmm. And there's always like a huge lineup. Like a huge one. Damn, son. And their soft serve is actually <laughs> legit really, really good. Like Ooh. if I went back to the Win- if I went back to Winnipeg, I would only go during summer and it would be just to go to BDI and maybe this other Korean restaurant we went to that was really good. That's it. Okay, like bad, super bad comparison. But the first time I've ever had a soft serve from DQ, I thought it would it was fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, it's actually I I also like uh, DQ sauce. I I like their dipped cone. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like it's nice when the chocolate's like hard on the outside or cold. No, no, it's just turning cold on the outside. And the so, inside's melting a little. Yeah. So yeah. like I think there's that creme brulee cracking it <laughs> at, at the surface, and that that feels really good. But yeah, big fan of yellow. So that's good that uh, I went this week. I think me and Joyce pretty much goes every other week to yellow. <laughs> do they recognize you guys now? Uh, I don't know. I don't like. I recognize them. I don't know. If they re- they recognize me. Oh, I see. They probably recognize you. I mean, they always fuck up my ice cream lately. So oh, like, okay. <laughs> shit. <laughs> usually they put a little marshmallow at the bottom. So they'll oh, have yeah, a cold yeah, yeah. marshmallow at the bottom, so like the thing won't leak through. Uh-huh. It's leak through every single time. And oh. like the last like three months I've been there, it's always leaked through. Have you told them? I'm no, sure they would want to improve on that. Well, I don't want to tell them how to do their job, but they're doing pretty bad at it. Oh damn. Okay. Rip. Whenever you talk about or I hear people talk about things like screamers and stuff and how they just learned it, I'm like, man, did I live a really fucking Canadian childhood because I know all these things? Like, I really resonate with all these Canadian culture things that, like, when I hear people like like you mention screamers, I'm like, damn, another Canadian thing. I I'm just so fe- fucking Canadian. <laughs> I just felt like it was always a slushy was a slushy and a soft serve was soft serve. I never thought of combining the two because one was already sweet. Like, they were both already sweet. So yeah. Point. But that then when I bomb. did combine it, it's actually really delicious. It's like a float. Yes. Yeah. It's. I think it's better than a float. Yeah, it's better than actually. a float. I think it's significantly better. Like, floats are good. It's what know. you want a float to be. Yes. When you have a float, you know? It's like the perfect consistency mixture. yeah because yeah, yeah. float gets watery and then sometimes the ice cream is too hard yes. and you have to like poke it with your straw so that it mixes in a little yes. but then a soft serve and a slurpee are like almost the same thickness but, and consistency so it's easier to mix and it stays thick and creamy and it's, oh, like goodness. it's weird because like it's well mixed so like every slurp you'll have some slush and some ice cream yeah but then it's also nice to like get separate feel the ice particles and then feel the creaminess yeah. the ice cream at the same time so it's like that contrast the feels really feel nice. The is great. Yeah, and then you'll you'll never feel that in like a float or anything. 
So I, I would take Screamers Overflow any day. I agree. I always remember when I went and got it in the summer, I would like put the bottom with slush and I'll fill the middle as much of ice cream as I want because like that's really? better value. Oh, like because ice cream's yeah, yeah, yeah. more valuable, right? I guess in my Asian mind. Uh, and then go with the top with We got Coke at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I don't have a soft serve machine at home. But then, and then put slush on the outside. So it's almost like, it looks like it's slush all the way through. Because the bottom oh. is slush, top is slush. Oh, I see what you mean. But yeah, but then like, it won't be perfect because it'll be like ice cream one-sided because it'll like fall over. Yeah, yeah. But then it won't look like there's as much ice cream as there actually is. Because oh, like some places, they fucking say, oh no, you put too much ice cream, I'm going to charge you for ice cream instead of a slushy oh. ice cream mixture, right? I guess like, I never put enough ice cream to get that. Oh, dude, like... I, I feel like I, I put, like, a decent amount. I remember amount. the other time when I went with R-Star, it was, like, I put it 75% ice cream. Shit. <laughs> and they didn't say shit, so I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> just having ice cream here. I'm like, fuck, I just work here, man. Yeah. <laughs> you could walk out, I wouldn't stop you. Yep. How about you, Viv? What else happened for you this week? Um, I worked a lot this week because work was just really busy. And then so because I worked a lot, I worked fucking 13 hours on Tuesday and Wednesday. Do you get to like bank hours or anything? or overtime? Um, Like we bank tickets and then it's it's not really like overtime. Mm. Like we don't really get overtime pay, but it's like when we work actually, then it's my boss may give us a bonus or we'll get like the next day off or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, because of that on Friday... We had a pizza party and we got pasta and donuts and then I took the afternoon off. So it was really nice. It was Damn. like crazy in the beginning, crazy busy in the beginning, but then I got to chill at the end of the day or at the end of the week. Yeah. Nice yeah. pizza party. Fuck. Yeah, Fuck. It was really nice. And then with my afternoon off, I brought Lumi to the dog park. I brought her to the pet store. We bought some new treats, some snacks. And then we went to the Bountiful Farmer's Market. And I got some strawberries, I got some tea, and I bought some little biscuits for Lumi. It was just a really nice afternoon. I, I guess because you used to work at a farmer's market, you really value the stuff they have. I think it's really, yeah, it's really cute and it's really it's neat. it's expensive. And then, yeah, it's like some things are definitely more expensive. Like you're never going to get strawberries the same price at Superstore like you are at a farmer's market. It's definitely going to be a little bit more. But I feel like at farmer's market, those are where you can find like interesting fruits, like mm, like true. white strawberries or like gooseberries or yeah, like different little things that small businesses are doing to their products or their fruits, and it's it's just so cute and it's so interesting. It's something that you don't see when you just go grocery shopping at superstore, or when you're doing your daily life. It just I feel like farmers markets add a little bit more creative value yeah. to the experience of buying food. Yeah, I, I remember I went once with Joyce, the one on South Side. I think it's on ninety off 99th Street a little bit, mm-hmm. um, pretty far south. Uh, and we went, we walked around, and I was like, fuck, I don't want to leave not buying anything. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, ah, maybe I should get something. And then I bought this, like, chips and some dip and stuff kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I felt so scammed because it was, like, 10 bucks for, like, a bag, and it wasn't even that good. I was like, damn you it. scams I, yourself. I know. It was all me. Oh, dude, I remember one time I went to the one on Strathcona, nicest lady the 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 kimchi lady she, she sells kimchi and stuff <laughs> yeah. and uh i was trying to haggle with her i was oh, like okay yeah, what if i buy two can i get some like deal for this yeah and then she's like mm, no and then i was like she's like okay if you buy i think she was like if you buy three jars i'll give you one for free or something like that yeah. i was like fuck now i have to buy three jars <laughs> I, I think it was three or actually no i think it was like i had to buy four jars and she'd give me Oh, no, no. I had to buy four jars and she gave me some pancake for free or something or some like Korean pancake. A hot dog? No idea. But I was like, 
fuck? And then I went for it and I spent like 40 bucks on kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bitch got me again. Uh, it was it was pretty good kimchi though. I'm not going to lie. But um, I don't know. For me, it's like similar value I get from the H Mart. Like yeah. not similar value, but like similar. Like I value it just as much as the H Mart one. So I would rather just pay a little less and get more kimchi. I think it's more so when I go to farmer's markets, it's more so just experience. Yeah. Of being able to walk and look at interesting fruits, interesting things that they see be out in the sun, even though it wasn't out in the sun. Yeah, yeah, that's Things true. Things like that. That's true. Yeah. I also went to um this one African restaurant yesterday called Rayan Restaurant. It's Ooh. in it's where Garden Bakery used to be. You know where Garden Bakery was? I used to love Garden Bakery. Yeah, like right next really to All Happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new African place, but apparently it's really good. So like their ratings like crazy good. And when we went uh, to pick up the food, Joyce was saying like there were so many people there um, picking up uh, Uber orders and stuff. Oh. Uh, so yeah, they're like 4.8 with 200 some reviews. And like she was saying like the restaurant was packed and there's people lining up to pick up What's their What's the menu like? Uber. Uh, it's, so like that was the craziest part. When I looked at the menu, uh, so I got like a lamb shank dish uh-huh. and it was only 14 bucks. Whoa, and it was a damn. legit lamb shank. Like, it was, like, a p- big, pe- a pretty big piece of lamb with the bone and everything. Oh. Yeah, and it was 14 bucks. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, you don't so usually cheap? get that anywhere here. Um, Okay, I don't think they have. Let's see. Like, I think the the menu, I think it's even cheaper on Skip for some reason. Oh, yeah, um, it says $11. Yeah, so it looked legit. And, like, the food was actually really good. Like, they, they gave us, like, a lot of rice and a pretty decent amount of meat. Okay, so after you've introduced me to Turkaz, I think Turkaz is one of the best restaurants in the city. But it's just that it's like so far from where I live, so I don't get it as often. But whenever I come to Northside, I'm like, let's go Turkaz. Because it's like, you get some solid fucking rice, you get solid, really good chicken, and it feels pretty clean because it's like yeah. literally just chicken, right? It feels like they, they didn't do anything to it. They didn't like fuck it with any preserves or anything. Yeah, shit. and like a shit ton of sauce that's not good for you. It's yeah, just yeah. good spices and good barbecue, right? And then you get hummus, which is like not not the best in terms of calories, but then like in terms of content, it's not that bad because yeah. it's just ground up chickpeas. So I freaking love Turkaz. Is this like the same thing? Apparently, uh, our mutual friend that lives on the west side, she said that she went to this other Donair and Shawarma place. Yes, she, she said it was better than Turkaz. Oh, I said she has a peasant palate. <laughs> she doesn't understand the greatness of Turkaz. Turkaz is pretty good. I think Turkaz is pretty like, I don't want to sound racist, but like if you go to a Chinese restaurant and you see a lot of Chinese people sitting there, it's probably a good Chinese restaurant. I agree. If you go to a Vietnamese restaurant and you see a lot of Vietnamese people sitting there, it's probably a good Vietnamese I agree. restaurant. When you go to Turkaz, you see a lot of Muslim there. And it's like, that's probably because it's a really good restaurant that serves their type of food. Exactly. So I don't know. Can't really beat it. I judge for restaurants with what their name is. <laughs> so if their name is some fucking like weird ass pun yeah. or it's like just something that isn't Vietnamese and I'm like mm, maybe it's not that good versus like if it's just Vietnamese words and I'm like uh, a little bit more credibility okay probably. I have a very biased way of judging it nowadays so when I go to different cities not Edmonton itself yeah. I always think a place with the word pasture is better <laughs> because we have one pasture that's very good so yeah. I always look at it I was like oh they have the word pasture in it. it must be pretty good yeah exactly um, right but it's probably BS it's probably the same as whatever right mm. like it's just it's just i'm biased because we have a really good place with the name pastor right exactly there. i guess pastor would be the one exception from what i found like like kodo yeah. or Fuadabai. they're all yeah. Vietnamese words right yeah. and they're fucking bomb as shit yeah. 
it's not like 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 full express or something yeah. like that. You'll be like, mm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I or, think that's a little bit more catered to white people. Yeah, or it's like full like twelve like like just numbers uh-huh. after full. Then you'll be like, I'm not too sure about this one, mm-hmm. right? But if it's actual like Vietnamese name, then it's pretty good. That's what I, I think. I, I remember. Um, what's that place? Is it Jung Suk, the one near Emperor's Palace? Wang Jung Gak. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, so that Korean place, yeah. it, it used to be a Vietnamese restaurant back in yes. the day. And my aunt used to work there. And it was really good because, like, we actually, um, like, it's not just, like, pho. Like, you actually, like, make your own rolls. It's, like, more traditional oh, Vietnamese so food. Cool. Yeah, yeah and it's, cool. it's a bit more, like, interactive and it's a bit more, like, um, not the typical stuff, uh-huh. right? Like, a bit more of those, like, what's the other, like, is it grape leaf or whatever leaf and they wrap the meat in it and you also eat that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they had more traditional stuff. And I, I thought that was the only good place that didn't, wasn't like a pho specialist. Cause I feel like every restaurant here is just a pho specialist. That's yeah, a Vietnamese it's place. pretty hard. I think to find a, a Vietnamese restaurant that actually serves other Vietnamese dishes here. Yeah, yeah. Aside from like, like it's either pho or it's rice, but you don't have a lot of like ban sale or like any of the yes. other like noodle dishes. Like there's no bong really, like, real. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you can't find that outside. Yeah, here it's sucks. just it's just pho to be bumbawe, um, and uh, vermicelli bowls. Yeah, and then rice dish. Like yeah. those those four is like standard everywhere here. And one of those fours is always the best in their menu uh-huh. everywhere here. So and they don't like really focus special. on anything else. Yeah, and it's like. I don't know if there's a restaurant here where you can get band sale. I don't think so. Or if there is, it's not memorable Yeah, it's to not me. like, like good It's not at like all. a good one. Because I remember when I went to Vietnam, like it was like the size uh, of my like entire laptop. Yeah. It was huge. And like they give you so much veggies and mint because it's so cheap there. Like here it's actually expensive. Uh-huh. And like their fish sauce was like, 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 you could die. Like, it's, like, actually smelly fish sauce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Which is good, which is like what you want. Like the fermented one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's, like, very intense smelling one, right? Like the brownish but, one. Yeah. And, like, oh, that's cool. what you want when you have this type of food, right? Uh-huh. Like, you want the... Or at least when the you're there. The pungency of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Whereas here, I feel like they don't do that because they're catering to the general audience here, right? They can't handle that intense fishy smell. Mm-hmm. It's, like, when I found out that Koroe had tapioca dumplings... Yeah, yeah there's, there's not a lot of places that have Yeah, it. I was like, holy shit. What the fuck? I've been trying to find this at a restaurant for so long. But I personally think that um, my mom and my version is significantly better. Wait, did you learn of Korohoe when we started going to EIA to play volleyball? Was that no. your first ex- Oh, you had Korohoe before that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I remember I went to Koda like really early on when they just opened. Yeah, uh, like I used to go to the North Side one. Yeah, the, yeah, because like because I lived cause I was near there. The only one. Yeah, because I lived near there. Like literally when they opened, like we were there and mm-hmm. we started it. We started trying it, and it was like one of my favorite places. Yeah, Fudel Bai would be one of my favorites for the longest they're time. They never open. But yeah, they're never open. My my friend was telling me the owner is just too fucking rich, and he just opens when he wants to, and if he doesn't want to, he just won't open. <sighs> like rip. Oh, nice. Um, oh, and also on Friday, I went to the dentist to get my teeth cleaned. And my mm-hmm. friend, who's a dental hygienist, mm-hmm. um, I think one day I'm going to try to get her on the show too. Anyways, uh, she was telling me that like her and her friends are going to Vegas to see BTS because they're like part of oh, the damn. army is what they call it, yeah. I guess. Um, but apparently she said like everything's jacked up because of BTS. Like all the rooms uh, are more yeah. expensive. I was like, I didn't realize how much like they take up how much like hotel space they take up how much of the flight like economy they have to take up whenever they have one of these shows and how like influential they yeah, are yeah. on that area yeah i was like holy shit but yeah apparently like she was telling me everything's more expensive now like even like just 
basic hotel rooms are way more expensive just because they're they're there, right? But she's saying that she wants to go because they have a lot of theme stuff because it's Vegas, right? Like Vegas likes to like make everything like even go more big intense. Go big or go home, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I was like, oh shit, that's pretty intense. Oh yeah, I have some friends that were wanting to go, some friends that are going, and some friends that were considering going, and they told me the same thing about how like, oh the accommodation is a lot more expensive, or prices went up for flights just for that week and stuff like that. And I was like, oh shit, I never thought of that, but that makes sense. BTS I think she is was quite influential. I think she was telling me her flight one way was like three hundred okay. some bucks. Oh, but like that's quite a bit because usually Edmonton to Vegas is actually quite cheap. Like like Edmonton to Vegas, I always remember it being like relatively cheap because i think the casinos kind of influence it like they're willing to subsidize a bit more to get people there right yeah but i always remember like one way 300 so like the round trip would have been like six seven hundred dollars which is still i think quite expensive because like when i went um to vegas i think i only paid like two three hundred dollars round trip yeah i think that's what i would pay too yeah and it was just one way. I was like, oh, shit. But Even tickets to Vancouver right now are really expensive. When I was looking for tickets to go to Vancouver in June, like specifically like the Vancouver airport, it was like $500, $600. I was like, what the really? fuck? I, I got lucky. I, I went to all these places um, last fallish winter. So I got like tickets to Toronto for 100 bucks round trip, tickets oh, to yeah, Ottawa, 100 bucks round trip, and then tickets to Vancouver, 100 bucks round trip. Super value. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I was surprised. Anyways, how do I convince my physio friend to come on the show? <laughs> Tell her she would be a better friend if she came on the show. I don't know. I haven't seen her since like a long time, right? We're not that close. I mean, just pitch, the, pitch it. That's true. Like, it's Cause, fun. Because I was going to say, I think like her, the information she gives is actually really cool. Like I actually want to hear some of like the stories of like her physio yeah. life and all that stuff. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you should bring her on. I was actually really excited to have the one friend on that we were supposed to have on, like the second guest that we invited for today. Because yeah. on Friday, I, I had dinner with her for like the first time, or not first time, it was my first time seeing her in like over half a year. And like a lot of stuff has happened in my life over the last half a year. And so we had to catch up because we were in the same like kind of friend group. And then she didn't know anything that has been going on in my life since. And it was such a nice fucking time. Like I laughed so hard until my cheeks hurt, my stomach hurt. And I was just dying the whole time. It was such a great dinner. But yeah, I was so excited for her to come on too. But nice. then she got kind of nervous. Oh, really? Yeah. She said oh. she wasn't sure how she could contribute and whether she could talk properly. So she was like, okay, maybe next time. That's uh, fine. And I was like, all right, can't force you if you're uncomfortable. I feel like a lot of people I talk to, they get nervous about the contribution part. They're like, uh-huh. oh, I don't know what I can bring to the show. And I always tell them, I was like, don't worry. Like, we add no value either. <laughs> yeah, like, like, there's zero value. Like, we literally talk shit for like two hours. There's no value whatsoever. Whatever you know, whoever you are, that's already good enough. Yeah. For our show. So that's, that's usually what I tell them. Yeah, unfortunate. It's okay. Hopefully, like, this, this month we kind of dropped the ball on planning, but. We'll pick it back up. I think we have some cool guests coming. Oh, yes, we do. Topics. Um. So, yeah, that'll be pretty fun. We're going to wrap this up. Viv's got to go do some wedding preparatory things. Not for herself, but for our friends. Did you do anything yesterday? Wait, Before yes. we wrap it up? We, oh, okay. Uh, I'm going so I guess a, we went through our whole week and we just have one more day to go through. Yeah, so I, for me, I just... 
not really too interesting. I did some planning with for my trip coming up mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. to LA, so that'll be pretty fun. Um, that's about it. I did yesterday. How about you? Oh, I guess I asked that question more so because I feel like I did a lot of interesting stuff yesterday. Did you go to some rave or some shit or something? What? No, I did not. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to some concert or something. Or is that a different week? Oh, I don't. Oh, that's like in two weeks from now. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But um, yeah. Yesterday I was really productive in the morning. As per every Saturday, me and Lumi have a Lumi Mama's date. We went to the dog park. We went to a doggy deli, and then. I worked out and then I went to my friend's house to do some bridesmaid stuff and that was really fun catching up, talking to the whole wedding party for the first time because usually when you do bridesmaid stuff, it's just a bridesmaid party but then there was a groom's party and then there was all the people that were helping out with the wedding so like the MC and everything and then they're all like my group of friends from like high school and university so it was a lot of fun catching up with everyone and what's so funny is that it was also like a joint wedding planning day but also like my friend's birthday and then everyone bought gifts right for the birthday boy and everyone or most of the people bought edibles for him <laughs> so he had a shit ton of fucking shit. edibles wait is he the one getting is he the groom or he's a groom oh okay yeah okay. So he's gonna get high as yeah. fuck there's so many edibles we're all like what the fuck none <laughs> of us planned this but like almost everyone got you like five five six bags of edibles <laughs> yeah it'd be cooler if you guys did plan it it's like with one of our mutual friends, we should all get her air fryers. For her <laughs> because You're one like, year she got three. Yeah. Or was it? Was it her housewarming or her birthday? I forget. Housewarming? I yeah, think? her housewarming. Like she got three of the same thing, I think. Yeah. That was hilarious. Oh, we, we, could do that. Like that. we could do that. Yeah. And then I went to play Smash with my friends. Oh, classic. Movie. That was a lot of fun. We played until like 5 a.m. Oh, fuck. You're crazy. Yeah. I was going to challenge any one of you guys on <laughs> for monies. For monies. Yeah, solid five bucks. Nice. Nice, nice. Yep, okay, cool. Yeah. That was a good one. We got some... We're going to wrap it up a bit. Not really sure. We're about two hours in. Um, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up, and Viv's going to go uh, to her thing. Uh, we wanted to actually make these a little bit shorter for everyone now, so we want to make them in the one and a half to two hour range. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, like... I guess give some more content, but without um, you know, taking up too much time. Yes. Uh, pretty much make it better quality rather than the quantity. Yes. Uh, we did recently get a third mic, so hopefully we got rid of all the echo and we can tune in. Like I think this week's podcast audio will be really good because it's just me and Viv. Usually, if it's just two of us, it's actually really easy. Yes. Um, the audio settings makes it so much easier, but also like. We're in a relatively smaller space and we got a couple mics going on. It makes it really difficult. But now with three, I think I can tune in a bit better. Yeah, it should get a lot better from now on. Yeah, so you guys will see Hopefully. some very good audio quality podcasts coming up. And uh, I actually recently, so many more people have been like, or I've been finding out from other people that these people have been watching the show. So they haven't directly told me. So I've been finding out from other people that they watch the show. So then I reach out to them and be like, hey, like I heard you're, pretty interested in the show and they're like, yeah it's pretty good and, and then i'll just ask them if they want to come on they usually say yes yeah. and stuff because they actually want to so so if you guys want to like don't you know feel shitty or like sad to reach out and just yeah like, don't be shy if you're nervous to talk or anything like you can see how chill our show is right we're literally just shooting shit we're just having fun talking yeah exactly and like we'll help guide you with the content yeah it's not like it's not like there's thousands or even hundreds of people watching right so <laughs> It's really just yes, a it chilled, 
friend hangout with mics. Yeah. And just talking about shit. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, feel free to reach out. That'd be pretty cool. Um, check out our Instagram mm-hmm. at uh, the JV Show. Yes, good job. And good job. Uh, YouTube, usual stuff. Like, comment, subscribe. Turn on a notification bell. Yeah, and then I think I was debating about this, but I think we could potentially even get our podcast on like Apple and and Google. Oh my goodness! Um, fuck yes! It's just I mean, it's like, free. It's just oh. adding on the thing, but. At the same time, if everyone's already okay with this, I guess I'll try to pull some of the people. We do have some friends that don't actually have Spotify. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I'll go put it on those ones. So if you guys want to check it out there, I'll put them up too. Yeah. Um, And yeah, that's, that's all we really have for this week's show. Thanks Uh, for shooting the shit with us guys. Just listening to us chat, go on tangents, talk about our week and our life and our opinions. Yeah. Like if we didn't have a topic, this is how the conversation would go. This is like the experiment. If we didn't have a topic for this week because we were not as well organized, this is exactly what, what would happen in the show. Yeah, this is the show's tangents, but on roids. Yep, exactly. Talked about We talked about everything, but nothing at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks guys. See you Bye-bye. guys. Bye.